The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're talking about a book um, that is about the movie Help, and we're playing a sitar version of um, A Hard Day's Night. What, 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 what? What, what, what? Now, the hardcore Beatles fans will know the connection. The hardcore Beatles fans. Anyway, you know I love the Beatles, right? Hey, by the way, coming up at midnight, we've only got Bloomin' Loud and Wainwright Third on the telephone. Oh, man alive, what a thrill to talk about his autobiography. But... I saw this, ama- this amazing look. You know when you're online now and you buy stuff and it's that weird thing where it says, well, you bought this, you might like this. And more often than not, the stuff they suggest is a load of old tat that I have absolutely no interest in whatsoever. But because I bought, I finally relented and bought the um, multi-disc Sergeant Pepper box set. Despite me not really rating Sergeant Pepper, I still splashed out 80 quid on it. Um, it what popped up that I might like, I thought, oh, do you know what? I might actually like that. Um, and it's, it is a, a stunning, stunning book. The Beatles, Eight Arms to Hold You, the a working title for the movie Help, which I think, I don't think it stands um, the test of time as well as A Hard Day's Night, but it's always been my favourite Beatles movie, despite the, the slight casual racism. The book itself is absolutely stunning, and I, was, I tweeted a few pictures um, from it uh, throughout the week, including a very young, and let's be honest, a very delicious uh, picture of uh, Wendy Richards. I'm thrilled to say, despite him not knowing it was this evening, we've got the author of the book, Simon Wells, on the line. Simon, first of all, good evening to you, sir. Hey, fella, how are you doing? Good I'm, to speak to you. I'm very, very well, and I, I apologise. I think that <laughs> um, you, you didn't know you were coming on tonight when we phoned you up. I was in the bath, so <laughs> it's uh, very beatless. Are you still in the bath? Uh, I would write uh, Fifth Amendment on that one. No, I'm out. <laughs> no. Um, this, first of all, ma'am, well done. Congratulations. This book is absolutely stunning. Um, it's uh, full of wonderful pictures from the movie, from behind the scenes, and there's loads. It, it, it really is absolutely gorgeous. And, guys, it, can, can I just say, if my children yeah. had bought me this as a Christmas present, I would know I'd have brought them up the correct way. Uh, why did you do this, Simon? Why did you p- put this together? Can I just first congratulate you for playing George Martin and his orchestras <laughs> Another Hard Day's Night Love from that. the original U.S. soundtrack uh, version of Help. Oh. I, I don't think it's ever been played on the radio well, once. Well so done, sir. That's you've, a world premiere. You've passed um, the test. That, well, I be, I'm going to be honest. When I chose that, I thought, oh, this will be a little test to see if Simon um, uh, actually knows his onions. And it turns out, sir, you know your onions and your shallots. That was well played. Beautiful. Well, uh, well played you, sir. I think, as I say, I think you can claim a, a world premiere <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> Okay, help the film The Beatles' second movie um, as a sort of confirmed uh, institutionalised Beatlemania. 
Uh, I, I imagine, I saw that someone had written a book on the film. You'd yeah. think so, wouldn't you? Of course. They, they, write, they write books on every atom of the Beatles' movements. And um, so I sort of discovered there wasn't. Yeah. Um, so when I originally came to think about this, which was a couple of years ago, because it was, I hate to think, 50 years since... Um, Help was yeah. released, the film. Uh, I sort of suggested to some people that it'd be a really good idea to celebrate it in some way. And um, we got this book together, and it's taken a while, but, um, you know, the Beatles are perennial, and it's it's important to celebrate it. I mean, what, what you said earlier, again, is really interesting, that it wasn't as popular a movie as A Hard Day's Night. No. Um, and actually, time has has not been as kind to it as a hard day's night. Yeah. But I still think it's fabulous because it's yeah. the Beatles in colour. Oh, M- Simon, the scene, I, I, it still makes me laugh. I remember, try- this is how weird I was as a 16, 17-year-old kid. Um, I, I remember um, showing, that we came out on VHS in about 1990. It was a slightly washed print. And I remember showing it to a girl trying to impress her. And she sat there going, what is this rubbish? But the scene when the four of them, they, they go up to their council houses and they turn and they wave and they go through the door and it's all one giant house. That, for me, just, that one scene sums up the humour of the Beatles to me. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. But, you know, even deeper than that, it set a template for the whole uh, rock star community. I mean, you know, they all live together. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of years later, you've got the monkeys who yeah. sort of really stole help. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it's very... It's, the Beatles were really funny, but Dick Lester was very funny. So you put those two together, you've got a riot, you know. And um, it's the other thing which I was sort of pointing out to people about um, help uh, that how sort of uh, groundbreaking it was at the time is you know no, there was no color tellies, not even in uh, the USA oh, until yeah. later that yeah. year. I hadn't thought so, of that. You're right. So no one had seen the Beatles move in color. Isn't that funny? Because so, we take it for granted. We take it for granted them, now. Yeah, of course we take it for granted now. But of course, I, I had, I'd never made that connection. So the the the, the thrill of going to see a, 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 a eighty-five minute, however long it is, movie with them in colour for the first time—that must have been incredible. Yeah, I mean it's historic. I mean, I mean, if I if I put my Beatle maniac nerd hat on, there was a Pappy newsreel in the late nineteen sixty-three in colour, but. You know, not not everyone in the world saw that. So it was the first time that people saw the Beatles move in colour for real, and that you cannot overstate the importance of that moment. You know, so it, it, it it's uh, um, it's it's a it's a stoners film, isn't it? Because because um, I mean, they they kind of dis- have I got this right? They discovered marijuana around that time, and we're getting stoned. And there's some wonderful sort of l- l- stoner comedy. I mean, I, I used to quote it, and I'm trying to remember, when they go in the pub, we'll have two lagers and lime and two lagers and lime, please. It's just, yeah. jeweler, it's not working, is it, jeweler? Jeweler, you can't do it, can you, jeweler? <laughs> it's just delicious. Well, there's a, there's a moment, uh, they were stoned a lot on set, but yeah. there's a moment which I always point out to people, which is, um, to me, is just very sort of languid, and uh, there's a moment when they're in the the bathroom and it, it, all the all the vacuums suck all their clothes off and all oh, the yeah, rest yeah, of it yeah. and uh, yeah and <laughs> then there's a line in the script which says every, Ringo says something and then it says John and George laugh at Ringo's uh, discovery and they go ho 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 yeah as if they do not give a monkey yeah yeah and they probably didn't 
they probably didn't at that stage. It is a real development from a hard day's night. I mean, I love a hard day's night, um, but I, I, I feel this is kind of more the Beatles being themselves in it. And because of stuff like that, because of the oops, Charlie, Charlie, oops, Charlie, oops. Yeah, you know, this, yeah, this yeah. wonderful, wonderful wordplay that Lennon kind of throws in. And, and uh, to be honest, in all the Beatles movies, George Harrison looks like he could be, he'd rather be anywhere else. I'd also say throughout the Beatles' career, actually, <laughs> once, once Beatlemania hit, I, I think you're very right there. Uh, no, I mean, it just is... It, the problem is the Beatles were natural. Uh, they weren't actors, let's, mm. let's say that. They, the probably closest was Ringo, but to be honest with you, they weren't. And they could only really play themselves well. So, um, yeah, of course, you caught it. And also the other thing about a film, it's a, it's a time capsule, and it's it captures the Beatles in the first half of 1965, as A Hard Day's Night captures the Beatles yeah. in the first few months of 1964. So it's an invaluable document of who they were at that time. They weren't acting. They weren't being someone someone else. Um, in fact, of all the Beatles' small canon of films, they only really played themselves, you know. So, um, but help is... I think is you know if we if we look at it more scholarly, mm. it's a real tribute to Richard Lester's cinematography yeah. because it is it's it's a stunning pop art artifact. Yeah, it, it, the design uh, we've we've talked a lot about it in the book um, the design uh, of the sets and also the costumes um, are are just staggering, um, and you know the design down to the interior of the guy's London house. Yeah. And um, their clothes, which are just amazing, um, you know that that's much bolder than the story to mm. me. Oh, the story! Um, the story is kind of throwaway nonsense, and there there is a few bits that some you know Leo McKern's was slightly blacked up to to play an Indian, and the accents you kind of think, well, yeah, um, uh, it's kind of very much of its time. Um, but you're right; it looks beautiful, and of course. Um, Richard Lester, we had um, we had one of his compadres on McGrath. What was McGrath's first name? I've forgotten. Joe. Joe. We had Joe McGrath on, who, of course, who directed the Magic Christian. Um, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we yeah. we had him on the show, and um, and we, we we were just saying, you know, Richard Lester, can you get him on the show? And he's like, nah, Dick doesn't like to talk to anybody. Um, but uh, uh, it, it, it looks stunning. Of course, Richard Lester trod that fine line between doing very commercial movies and then kind of doing art house British surreal movies like How I Won the War. And this film kind of goes on both sides of that fence, doesn't it? Yeah, he sort of paves the way for that film. Yeah. Um, but he was a surrealist. Mm. Uh, if it's not too high for losing a term for, you know, the sort of films he made. But he, he really, he called the Beatles' attention with a short he made called The Running, Jumping, Standing Oh, the Spike Milligan film. film. Yeah, yeah, which which was, you know, very sort of out there for its time. And, uh, and certainly the Beatles, when Dick Lester's name was mentioned, they, they connected with that. And the Beatles, obviously Lennon, but the, the Beatles themselves love surrealistic humour. And... Uh, um, so they wanted that. Um, I mean, Hard Day's Night didn't allow for that. It was a straight reportage of yeah. a, what their life at that point. But they had they had more more time and more money and more budget with um, with help, and it does show. Um, but of course, it, 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 at times the locations and the supporting cast threatened to overwhelm them, yeah. and that's I know Lennon later said, you know, we were just extras in our own film. Um, I, th- I, I think that's. That's not so fair because actually they, they are very large in it, but it, it, it's in danger of um, 
in danger of going that way. Um, Roy, um, you, you, and you in danger of being a traveller. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, the, the, now they're somewhere where it's nice and snowy. Now we're in the Bahamas. Roy Kinnear in it is is brilliant as as the bumbling yeah. oaf. But man alive, I'm a. <laughs> That's that's the watching that as a fifteen year old. I fell in love with Eleanor Braun. That was when I thought yeah, well, she is the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah, she was staggering. I think John Lennon thought so too. Yeah, but great actors. You, see, you know, like Roy Kinnear, like her, like uh, Victor Spinetti. You know these wonderful, wonderful yeah. actors. Yeah. Um, and, and and you do sometimes see the Beatles kind of just take a step back and let them go on with it. I, I would also suggest the first side, the, the actual soundtrack, the first side of the Help album is is one of the strongest A-sides of an album in, in rock and roll. I couldn't agree more with you, although, in a sense, this, the B-side is actually one of the weakest of the Beatles' yep, yep, canon. Yep. Um, in fact, there's only... I mean, it's all subjective, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's enough people out there love it, but um, I think only yesterday saves the second side. Yeah. Oh, that um, Dizzy Miss Lizzie is awful. I mean, that's... You just, that's well, it's, yeah, it's a filler, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? Um, but the first side of help is, is magical. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, but they were certainly tired of being Beatles at that point. And I think as the year drew on, um, they grew even further tired of being it. So, you know, at the end of the day, you have, uh, again, you know, we, we, we're talking a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, but they moved so quickly into different things. They were bored very, very quickly. So they were never going to make another help again. Um, and in fact, the film that they had scheduled for the following year never really happened, and in fact never happened. Um, the closest they got to it was a script written by Joe Orton, the sort of very famous playwright, um, which was going to be very far out. Um, but that didn't happen, and they ended up doing their own home movie with Magical Mysteries. Weren't they, weren't they toying as well with doing um, uh, The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? Yeah, that was uh, that, that came after Magical Mystery Tour. Um, wow. It was actually going to be an Apple project. And in <laughs> fact, they were going to call in Patrick McGowan, who wow. was the... The prisoner. The pri- they, they'd all seen The Prisoner, and they were mad on it. And they called him in for a meeting to discuss directing it. And he said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Those, those mother- yeah. Well, th- th- there's some stunning pictures in this. It really is an absolutely beautiful book. I believe it's what we Thank would have you. called back in the day a coffee table book. Um, yeah. Wh- where did you okay. get all these pictures from? Where, where did you get all this stuff? Well, it's one of those wonderful stories that um, don't really happen much, is that I was going through uh, a photo library in London, and... Um, Every photo library has photographs of the Beatles. That's, you know, as I always point out to people, if the Beatles had a press conference in the 60s, there'd be 100 photographers there, and 100 photographers took 100 photos each. You've got, like, 10,000 photos of them or whatever. Mm. So there's always loads of the predictable shots. But in a brown envelope, (laughs) I found maybe 500 contact strips of help, making of help. So from that moment, I knew that um, we could do something. And I worked with a very talented guy called Paul Skellett, who's an artist and a a restorer, a photo restorer. I've never met a photo restorer before, but he is one. And normally, if you'd shown someone contact strips and said, what can we do with these? They'd say probably very little. But he got processes where he restored them. And you can see in there, there's some incredible shots. Oh, it's amazing. which, Which no one's ever seen before. So that gave me the impetus to then put forward the idea to actually do the book on help, the book that's never been done. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, as far as my Beatle knowledge is concerned, the first ever book on help. Um, so, apart from the paperback, which was the tie-in novel at the time, but this is, this is the first book. It also tells the story of it. Um, and I think it's, 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 
To be honest with you, Hard Day's Night is quite a jolly story of how that came to be. Help is a little, little more convoluted. And um, it's really interesting that, uh, the, not that I want to bore your listeners. Oh, God, this, just forget those guys. This is just you and me having a beetle yeah, off, yeah, right. Simon. I'm it's, loving it. <laughs> okay. It's that um, Brian Epstein wanted to establish a tax haven in the Bahamas for the boys. Right. And um, one of the ways of sort of smoothing uh, the diplomatic process was for them to go over there and film over there <laughs> to show Bahamas in all its glory. Yeah. Um, so, and they also wrote in a sequence in Help, which was never... It was deleted, which is just beyond belief, with um, Frankie Howard, the comedian This is it, because he pops up... This is the picture I'm looking at with Frankie Howard, Wendy Richards, and and Kath. Look at Paul McCartney's eyes in that picture. Look at the state of him. Look, he's been having a good time, hasn't he? Yeah, what was the Frankie Howard bit? Well, he was. He was this, is, this is where the Bahamas thing came in. Frankie Howard was cast as a character called Sam Ahab, which, if you spell it backwards, uh, you'll find that that is Bahamas. Oh, I see. And, Very clever. Um, yes, well, not that clever. They were going to use uh, a little sequence of Frankie Howard as a theatrical store where, at school, let's get it right, get the teaching, theatrical school where Wendy Richards was going to be a, play a budding thespian. Um, and the boys just chanced upon it. it. It didn't work, and not least because Frankie Howard didn't like the Beatles. <laughs> I, think the feeling was, I think the feeling was busy. And I, it just did not work. Um, sadly, for, for the likes of you and I, the cut sequence was very much cut and discarded, which right. denied all of us the chance to see it. So there's no, the chance, there's no chance of that um, the, the, the double-disc edition of outtakes and behind-the-scenes stuff ever happening then? Well, I asked Richard Lester about this, and I, he said... At, at the time, if you wanted to collect all the outtakes of a film, you'd need a garage. Right. Because shot on 35mm, you know, it yeah. was just huge, huge reels and that. So when films were finished and the fixed negative was, you know, presented and, and copied for use in theatres, no one knew about video, DVD or anything. Yeah, of course. Just, so now, of course all the outtakes and deleted sequences and extended versions, you could fit on one disc, you know. So I like to think that one day there's going to be a boot fair where someone discovers a 16mm print of it. This is the thing we talk about on this show a lot, Simon. Mm -hmm. Like 50 years after the event, stuff is still turning up. Stuff, like with those pictures you found in an envelope, you know. stuff, Stuff keeps turning up and you, you know it, it takes someone to die and their kids go through their go through their loft and yeah. go oh look there's a there's a, a letter from john mm-hmm. Len-, you know so i mm-hmm. i never say never anymore i think everything's possible well it is isn't it i mean i i i live in hope of that uh, certainly from an official source um richard lester said they were junk so as far as the original negatives are concerned but you know knowing a teensy weensy bit about the film industry they do run they do make rough cuts of films and preview copies yeah. uh, before it's actually cut. So it's possible that something might turn up. Um, but as I say, I mean, I've always found, and you probably find this when you get a DVD with the extras and the deleted sequences and the alternative endings. Yeah. Nothing really rivals the, no. the, what was done, does it? It's you're, just interesting. You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's stuff you watch once and you go, well, yeah, that was nice. That didn't quite live up to my expectations. No. Um, what are you, that, gonna, what are you working on cut. next? What are you doing next, Simon? Well, I'm actually writing a biography of Anita Pallenberg. So Aye, I'm, wow! I'm, I'm knee-deep in, in, in Anita Pallenberg world. <laughs> so, um, and if you thought the Beatles' help was, uh, was crazy, my God. Oh, mate, listen, when, that come, when, you, when that, you've got that in some fit state, come back, come back on again and uh, we'll, we'll chat about that.
It will be a great pleasure. So Always happy. Bless you, bless you for, for, for coming on, and even, <laughs> even though you didn't know about it. The book is really stunning. You should be very proud of it. It's The Beatles, Eight Arms to Hold You. Uh, it's uh, by Simon Wells. I've tweeted the link. You can get it from Amazon and all the usual places. I've tweeted it. Thank you very much, Simon. Best of luck with it. Yeah, see you, mate. Thank you, mate. There we go. What a nice man. I've just ordered that for my dad for Christmas. Oh, it's, it's a, it, honestly, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And I've seen everything about the Beatles. It's stunning. Um, have you seen Help? Yes. Have you, have you, it's, it's, a, I've, it's my favourite Beatles film. I love it. I don't think I've got it on DVD. I might have to have a cheeky little order of it. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We will carry on. Oh, I haven't got my live reads, but I, oh, yes, I have. Hang on, what do you mean live reads? I do this spontaneously. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, with time to change. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, on air and off the leash, on Talk Radio. We've got an unhappy tweet. Sorry, guys. Friday night after a long week. Feel shortchanged tonight. Another interview. We've got another one coming up at midnight. Was it shortchanged? What are you talking about? We're undercharging you for this. You get this for free. We could easily charge each of you a tenner per episode. And we'd still be out of pocket at the amount of work and effort and elbow grease we put into this. What are you talking about? Shortchanged. Dom. Hello. No! Right, I've cut him off. We're shortchanged. We're shortchanged by our idiot callers. Did He had one thing to do. Just one job. One thing to do. We're going to... I cannot believe that. I'm furious with Dom. That's the way it begins. I am furious with Dom. When we go to Hull or Wolverhampton or whatever... He wants to interview me for a podcast. And I've said, yeah, of course you can. But that, all that interview is going to be is... Ask me a question. So, Ian, tell me about your um, first big break. A. And your second? A. Because that's what he was supposed to do. We'd arranged it yesterday. He would phone up and he would say the letter A, kick-starting our alphabet of love, I'm calling it. (laughs) So what we're going to do tonight is, after we've got rid of these sad sacks waiting on the line, um, it's Alan and Barry, we're going to do the alphabet, Okay, So just bear with me. Now, you know I have to do a rundown of the show and I have to keep notes of who's wrong. I'm just putting in for Dom. Dom balls it up. Balls it right up, Dominic. He balls it right up. What a loon. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Ian. Oh, Alan sounds sad. Yeah, I'm sad tonight. What's wrong, Alan? On the wrong side of 37, and I'm still single. Well, uh, well, both... I've been single for 15 years. Hang on, let me do the maths. 37. Take... 22. So, uh, who were you nobbing? Who were you going out with at the age of 22? I was at college. So, what, you were going out with everyone a, uh, Everyone in college? Mm-hmm. No, it was a girl I really liked. Oh. <clears throat> co- my time at college finished and we lost contact. Oh. Well, were you go- actually going out with her or were you doing a Nigel in Maidstone where you just spoke to her once? No, actually going out with her. Aye. You don't you, you don't just lose contact with girlfriends. That that doesn't just happen. The last time I heard she lived in Exeter. She oh. moved away. Gosh, you were that you were that upsetting, were you? No, no, we were the college romance. Oh what, 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 when you say a college romance, what do you mean? Roma- romance, what do you mean? Yeah, but I'm just 
we were at the same college together. Yes, right. Uh, what I'm starting to... I'm really thinking you don't understand the word romance. We've been out for a few days. Right. And we never got jiggy. OK, well, maybe that's part of the problem, is 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 that. But you, you constantly send... Um, am I right? You constantly send um, many of our female listeners dick pics. Does that not... No. Sorry? No. No? No. I think my Facebook account has been hacked. And, and, and that's sending pictures of your penis? Yeah. OK. How did you... How did the hacker get... How did the hacker get pictures of your penis? I don't know, because... I didn't... Did he hack your pants? No, I never took any pictures of that. Has he got a telephoto lens? I don't know, I never took any pictures. Okay, okay. So someone... Okay. So it might be someone else's, pretending to be mine. Okay, let me have a look at your penis. I haven't got a webcam. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Um, Let's go to Barry. Good evening, Barry. Hello, Ian. Nice to to have you back, Ian. Uh, It must be. Anyway, yeah, um, Simon Wells, great, great guest. Um, just finished a book. I'm a little bit late getting round to it. I've no doubt you'd have read it. George Harrison, Behind Locked Doors. Yes. Absolutely excellent read. What, lo- what, hang on, what doors was he locked behind? Well, it's a title. I mean, I guess he was locked behind doors in his mind, battling the old Beatle thing. By the way, the- guys, if you go on, if you've got Netflix, got, you've got to watch that George Harrison documentary on there. That is going to, what, it three, four hours? So go, go, go and watch that George Harrison, Oliver Stone, George Harrison documentary. Man alive, it's good. Yeah, the, the whole thing, the fascinating thing with George Harrison and the Beatles, you know, the old spiritual thing and the battle against the material world and all that. Yeah, I was... Totally fascinated. Ian, a, a couple of things, mate. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed in uh, Rocky. I did defend him, actually, on the he's, Bill he's blo- issue. He's blo- he, 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 um, he lied about a rock star. He libelled Pete Townsend. Um, and, then, and then he blocked me on Twitter. And then I noticed that he was still sending me messages, despite the fact I was blocked. How childish is that? Well, What's yeah. Uh, you know, I enjoy a bit of a difference of opinion on music with you, Ian. And, yep. you know, and I... <laughs> You know, I I, I think it, it it's part of the programme, actually, to have a little bit of banter and express your views. But yes. I, I don't do all of that um, no. Facebook and all no, that no, stuff, no. you know. But I, I just think he should be, you know, big enough to defend his music and phone you. Yes. He should grow up. He should man up. He should um, step up. He should make up. He should... Shut up. Sorry, I was just doing a thing. Yeah, step up to the plate. Step Ian, the I, I'm, I'm a little bit... I've got a little bit of a problem, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you could help me with this. Of course I could. I'm, I'm uh, a, it's, I'm a monkey's, a... it's a monkey's question, and go. I totally respect I totally respect everything you know about the monkeys. Yes, I know everything there is to know Now, about my, my favourite monkey song is Daydream Believer. Of course it is. It's a classic. At the beginning, yes. there's a little bit of studio banter. Yes. Where um, oh, he asks for a number, is it 7A? I think it's Davy Jones. Yes. Do you know the bit I mean? I know exactly the bit you mean. And he finishes by saying, uh, yeah, I know, I'm, don't get excited, man. It's because, is it, does he say, it's because I'm short, I know? Well, now, um, let's, uh, let's, let's have, here's the thing, here's the thing. I know everything about the monkeys, right? Everything there is to know about the monkeys. But I didn't know, it, uh, it was only like th- three years ago, I worked out, it, it, it I, I, I thought he was saying, right, well, let's have a listen to it. Hang on a minute. Let me, let me, let me find it. 
it'll be here. Hang on a minute. It'll be on this. Um, oh, where are you? Absolutely. Oh, this is brilliant, Ian. Thanks for this. Yes, well, it's not brilliant radio, but um, this is what I will do for my <laughs> listeners. I hope you don't feel shortchanged. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, uh, here we go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Right, OK. Hang on. What number is this, chip? Seven A. OK, not me. Don't get excited, man. Because I'm short. Right. So what? What does he say there, Catherine? Because I'm short. No. No. What does he say? do? The whole thing. Okay, man. No. No. Do that. Do, do, do what the number voice. is this? Yeah. What number is this? What? What name does he say? Listen. Seven eight. What number is this, Chip? Chip. Yeah. For years, I thought you were saying Jim. Oh, even, I thought that. Even though the producer on the thing is a bloke called Chip Douglas, and so it's only like three years ago. I went. Oh, hang on. I think he's saying Chip. Seven eight. What number is this, Chip? Seven eight. Okay. okay no, 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 just because I'm, I'm short, short, I know. There we go. Yeah, it's just because I'm short, I know. He was tired, the song wasn't in his key, and uh, it was uh, take seven. But what a take, Barry! What a Ian, take! You're an absolute blooming legend, mate. Thank you now, very I'm... much indeed. I've, oh, I've cut him off and I think there may have been more. Never mind, these I things think that's happen. that's quite enough. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. And with Time to Change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more! Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I don't think I've got Skype open. No, I haven't. Let's open Skype. You can Skype us. Late Night Alternative. I've taken a Facebook ad out and I've focused it on Americans who are into speech radio, John Ronson and Infowars. So that should get them um, calling in. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and there's someone... Out. Now, how do you block someone on, on Skype? That's because you put info... Uh, info no, one. no, it's not. That's, um, that's... This is someone who's a troublemaker. Oh. How do I block someone? Um, let me ask Dom. Dom, how do I block someone on Skype? Hey, you not, see, lion. Not now, you... Oh, ruined oh, it again. On. Don, what is your problem? We'll do that in a minute. I'm asking you a question. I want to block a contact. Right, on Skype. No, mate, on your mum's nipple. Yes, wow. on Skype. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, on Skype, mate. How do I... No idea. No idea. Right. Never used it. What do you mean you've never... What do you mean you've never... Oh, here we go. Block contact. Are you sure you want to block this? Yep, blocked. Gone. Boom. Done. Done. Someone's been following me for the last 12 years, causing problems. Um, if you want to call in a late night alternative, and um, in America, in New York, it's half past five in the evening. In L.A., it's half past two in the afternoon. What a great opportunity for you to phone up a British radio station and have your say for free. Late night alternative, all one word. I might what I might do for my next thing I create, whether it's a Twitter handle or um, a Skype, I might call it at all one word, and then say, and then you either go, so it's all one word, it's all one word, can or you go, it's all one word. There's an underscore between each word. Can you not do all lowercase or one word? Mm, mm, mm. That sounds delicious to me. Reminds me of the days. It reminds me of the old days of uh, when the internet was coming up and everyone was buying all the domains. Yeah. Now I wanted to buy dot, dot com, but they're already gone. 
Oh. The end. Um, I wouldn't open with that one. No. So, um, Dom, we are going to do the alphabet in a minute. Where we, what we the thing is, it's been a bit, co- bit, it's been a little bit quiet on the old telephones this week. Okay, so I'm really hoping that this is going to generate a lot of calls. Um, oh, hang on a second. Here we go. Let's uh, just take this. Hello. Oh, hello. I can see your feet. <laughs> hello. Is someone on the toilet? What is he doing? Hello? This is the Van Man Removals Edinburgh. Hello? How odd. Hello? Can you hear me? Can you... Can you... Hear me? This is weird. So someone Skyped in, and it looks like he's in the bathroom. Van Man Removals in Edinburgh. It looks uh, like he lowered the camera to the floor. Yeah, and that would imply that he's having a dump. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, Dom? I yeah, he's oh, a sorry, I'll phone back. Hello? <laughs> he said, I am, I'll phone you back. Are you having a poo? <laughs> yeah. Well, you dirty dog. <laughs> Show us. Show us. Show us. No. Show us. Go on. Show us. I've cut him off. What a dirty, what a dirty dog! Fancy that. What a dirty, dirty dog! Well, he's Scotch-like. It's unbelievable. This is, and we could see that, guys. If we had video on, we could. That's outrageous, outrageous. So, uh, what's going to what's going to happen is we're going to do a trust game in a minute, where we're going to we'll take call straight to air, and we're going to do the alphabet, and um, basically you have to call him, and I'll put you on air, and you say the next letter, dear listener. I'm speaking to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand or Skype late night alternative. You have to do the next letter in the alphabet. It's a trust game. It's a bonding game, and using that, we will be able to do the whole alphabet. But Don, before we do that, just stay there. I will come back to you in a second because you are my A. Um, my B is Nigel. Oh God! Hello, Nigel. Is, what is wrong with people tonight, Nigel? Oh, where is he? It's not him. At, it's on not the him. toilet! It's not him. What is going on? <laughs> Everyone's having... On Have the... we found the secret to brown noise or something? Maybe it's because I followed through this week. <laughs> Everyone's having a was. Nigel! Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a pee. I know, mate. We heard it. <laughs> you dirty it. dog. I, mean, I thought, well, I, I, I get... To do that before the other bloke finished. No, mate, you didn't. You got to do it on the air. Oh dear. I like Marley Sarge didn't it, hear it. I can bet she didn't. Okay, hang on. I've just got to put the organ on my lap. Hang on. What? I thought you'd have done that when you're in the bathroom. So okay, I've done it. Right. I've got my organ on my lap. Okay, I see what you're doing there. Um, I got my keyboard pulled out for you tonight. Okay, well, you're going to play us. I've, I've got a drum beat to put. And I was wondering whether we could make a jingle up with my drum beat. I'd love uh, to, mate, yes. Mm. Well, when you decide what we want to do. Yes. Uh, so, have you had a good day? It's been all right. Yeah. It's been, it's been I, met, I met Mr. Blobby and Paul Dunan today. Yeah? Is yeah. it the one that was on the telly? Um, yeah, you used to be in Hollyoaks. <laughs> uh, Mr. Blobby used to be in, in that uh, radio presenter's programme. Uh, um, 
you know, with the, the long blonde hair. The, 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 what was that, what was that programme called? DLT's Nightmare the Crush. Pro- Saturday morning programme. Pat and Mix, Big Night Out. No, it wasn't that, it was that. Did he David Hamilton's Web of Fear? The broadcaster was Nicky a, Campbell's Dungeon. The good-looking broadcaster with long hair. Um, oh, I know. Adrian, Adrian Just's Wheel of no, Death. No, I don't think you're going to get it, because no. he doesn't... He's, he, he did that, um, a quiz programme on Channel 4. Um, oh, oh, fancy oh, that with Toby Anstis. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I can't remember his name. No, I'll let you know when I remember his name. Mm. Mm. So, and on my Facebook... Yes, Nigel. I've got a new drum solo you might have a look at sometime. It's, uh, it's at the top of the page. I, all right, let's, let's have a look at year, it. 30 years old I did that. 30 years ago I did that. So it's not a new drum solo. No, but it's new for the internet. It's the first time I put it, put it on because it was copied off a of VHS. All right, let's Onto have, my camera. Let's have a little look. Let's find... Mm. Uh, there's... there's yeah. I go... F- uh, here we go. Oh, look at that, you got hair! i got dark hair... All right, here we go. Let's have a listen. And the beard. <laughs> it's three minutes long. Is it? Right, oh, yeah. right. When you, say, when you say you've copied it off VHS, what you mean is you've played the VHS and filmed the television. Yeah, All yeah, right. I filmed it off the TV. Here we go. It's on, on here. You can hear me talking on it as well. Buddy Rich music. Good drumming. <laughs> was that you saying that? Yes. Well, but but which you? Was, I was quite surprised how good it was. I didn't realise how good it was. Do you like my jacket I've got on you? That drumming's really good. Can I say something? Mm. That drum is genuinely really good. Mm. Well, and I don't expect you to understand what I'm going to say, but mm. Kath might get this. Seeing you as a younger man... Yeah. ...makes me feel really sad. But it... Makes me I, feel I, really I think sad. I look better. I like my hair better now it's lighter. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't like the dark hair, because I, I would have dyed my hair this colour I've got, but no, I, I don't need to dye my hair f- colour a fair, because it's already fair now, so... I didn't like the dark There's hair. There's so much I'd love to know about you, but I know that mm. we're never going to find out. What? <laughs> well, just, I just, there's so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd That's love to know about you, but I, I just mm. don't think we're ever going to... I think even if you wrote a book, I wouldn't get the answer to the questions that I want to know. Oh. Seeing that video has made me feel really sad. But it, it, it was, uh, it was Buddy Rich music. Was yeah, quite yeah, it's good, it's good Buddy Rich, it was, isn't he? It was hard to follow, wasn't it? Because it was fast. Yeah, I'm just going to tweet your video, if that's all right. What, where to? Uh, on Twitter. Oh, yes, because it's not... I, I haven't put it on Twitter. What, onto your Twitter? Yeah. Is that... Is that your name? Is that no, your my, my name is Ian. I'm not is Twitter. Is on your page on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, I see. I d- I'll have to try and find that, then, because I, I haven't signed into tw- Twitter for ages. Well, I've, t- I've just tweeted it. Oh, right. I must... That's, um... Gosh, that's really given me pause to thought. Pause to think. Yeah, well, I thought, um, in actual fact, I can play, I've done a faster solo yesterday than that uh, mm. in my bedroom, so I'm going to put that on tomorrow, onto Facebook, onto YouTube. Mm. So, uh, an actual faster solo, going round all the drums quicker. Yeah, can you believe it's quicker I, than uh, it is? Okay. Well, you, 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 who taught you how to play drums? Oh, I taught myself from 11. I started when I was 11 and taught myself. But I, I, I was taught how to read the music by somebody but so I could 
read the music. But, um, Who else have you got? I know you've got your mum, Nigel. Mm-hmm. Who else have you got around you? Got any other family around you? No, but I'd like to say my mum's been very ill the last two weeks. That's why I haven't rung in, because uh, she's been in pain all night. I'm sorry to, to hear that. Doctor, her legs are so sw- She's got lumps on her legs. Oh, man. She can't sit down without the pain. And uh, I've been quite crying and everything. I had to call the doctor out twice. Oh, and man. I, I couldn't get any painkillers for ages because they just... They wouldn't give them to me because I'd already got the same painkillers. I thought I was going to take them. Yeah. They wouldn't let me pass them on to my mum. No, I know. They were that stingy. Yeah, well, they, it's the law, you see. What you mm. have to do, I don't want to tell people how to, mm. but you have to go to other places. You have to, can't go to the same shop and buy it. You've got to go no, to... Well, no, the doctor's surgery. And, oh, right, the but prescription. They, they're very fussy. They, they wouldn't even give to, to me to give to my mum, which was unfortunate, but never mind. Mm. But I got a friend, a neighbour, to go and get them tonight to give to me mum. I just... But, and, and how is she? Is she feeling, um... um well, she's better. asleep at the moment. She does sleep oh, that's a lot good. Now. That's uh, good. Uh, but when she wakes up, she can wake up in very bad cramps, what, and then uh, it doesn't go off at all. Um, um, mm. uh, what... Mm. What are your plans for the future, Nigel? Well, I just take one day at a time looking after me mum at the moment. That's, mum lad. comes first, doesn't she? Good lad. Um, All right, mate. Well, do you want to... Should we do a song? Uh, yeah. Tell you what, stay there. We've got, to play, we've got to pay the rent and then we'll come back. Yeah, this is the Late Night Alternative with me and Lee on Talk Radio. With times to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. More Nigel after this. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. Her, Catherine Boyle, yes. on Talk Radio, a time to change. You can call in 03444991000. You can Skype Late Night Alternative, all one word. I'm going to keep saying it. it's early days of the Skype, and we, we get a couple of calls, but I'm going to keep pushing it, and I'm confident that within a few weeks we'll be getting calls from around the world. Dom, stay there. We're going to do the alphabet in a bit. Nigel! Oh, hi, Ian. Hello, Nigel. Right, then. Are you doing any more TV work soon? Um, uh, no. But you, you ought to have your own TV show, didn't you? Like the radio, but TV. Yes. And Do you, you know anybody have, that could sort that out for me? You could have a radio guest on then, couldn't you? Oh, oh, and then you could be on it, is what I you mean. I could be on it doing my drumming. I'm bloody evable. And I, I could prove that I'm faster than Buddy Rich. <laughs> well, you, you are faster than him now. He's been dead a wee while. Oh, no, I, I, I believe the next... The, I believe I am as, am as fast, or maybe even faster at going around the kit. Wowzers, yeah. and it's all about speed. But that's only because I've been... I, I used to practice it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, do you want to do a song? Yeah, I've got this um, uh, automatic rhythm and beat going. I was I was going to say, uh, did, did you know about the Ride, Ride Queen and the Medway Queen boats on the Isle of Wight? Have you ever visited them I, before? No, I haven't, no. Um, is it before your time, maybe? Yes, I think it might be. But you've heard of the, the Medway Queen that was in the war? Yes. That, that took the troops over to the... the cut, the le- le- uh, nearer countries of yes. Belgium, I think. They got the troops from Belgium to England in the war. Well, I, I actually um, went into a disco on that boat. Yeah. But I, the, another boat, the Ride Queen, when I was 16, I was playing the drums with an organist on the the, Medway, the Ride Queen, which is a bigger boat, for, like a liner. Yeah. And the other boat was, the, the Medway Queen was gnawed uh, up against it. Right. Uh, is, this, but, is, this, is this a talk up into a song? No. Oh. Um, but, um, 
I was only 16 when I was playing on this boat, which was right. pretty good for yes. my age, really, because I got the work from a good okay. agent. Of course, are so are good... we getting... We finish mm. at one. Are we getting yeah. to a song? Yeah, I've... I've so, well, what, who, who, who should we sing about this time? What um, inappropriately aged mm. young female... Oh, I know what. Um, Why don't we sing about a male pop star yeah. of appropriate age? Um... Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond's doing some concerts this week. Why don't we sing about Neil Diamond? Hmm. Oh. Hang on. Yeah. Is that loud? Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. It's about right, isn't it? You must have given your mum a lot of them painkillers if she's sleeping through that. I'm in the the hall. Yes. So, um... I like Neil Diamond. He was a great singer. I bought all his albums now. I like to listen to them. Ian. I also like Neil Diamond. I think he's still a great entertainer. Even though he's gotta be pushing 80. I like his albums. And my favourite. I, like I haven't Neil finished. Diamond. I haven't finished singing the What a I great finished. singer he was. I went to all his concerts. And had a great time too. Yeah, I like Neil oh. Diamond. Here we go. What a great singer he was. Here we go. He's getting soulful, brother. I went to all his concerts. That's not true. And I took my girlfriend as well. That's definitely not true. I also went to all of the Neil Diamond concerts and when I was there, I saw a cute girl. She was with a weird old guy. And when he went to the bathroom, I went up to her. I said, hey, what's your name? And she told me, I said, who's that guy? Is he your dad? And she said, no, he's my boyfriend, Nigel from Maidstone. And I said, he was. You're coming home with me and we went home and we made love I like Neil Diamond I went to all his concerts we ate a great bash there on that day and drank a few pints as well (laughs) I like Neil Diamond I went to all his concerts I had a great time when I was there, so I'm making this record for you, yeah. And I'm so pleased you got over the heartbreak of being so done to the it. Neil Diamond concert! I, can't, I couldn't hear your singing. That's great, Nigel. Thanks very much, isn't man. That, isn't that amazing how you can make a song up with a beat? That's, that's, what Staggering. Song, that's what songs are. Yeah. That's what songs are. They're made up. Once there's nothing, then there's there's a song. Someone has to make that up. And um, Nigel and I are gifted um, in um, that respect. Good evening, Dom. Hey. We're going to do it after 11, you muppet. It's the third third time. Why why, why would we do it now with two minutes to go until a minute to go until the break? Why would we even do that? I was influenced by Nigel going down a rabbit hole of laughing at himself, talking about himself, playing drums on TV. Um, <laughs> our showbiz correspondent is is um, obviously drunk and drunk tweeting guys. <laughs> Just if you want to see, uh, <laughs> he's tweeting Dappy. Um, 
Right, so what we're going to do, Dom, and this is for you, dear listener, OK? After the news, we're going to come back and we're going to take calls straight to air, 03444991000, and we're going to do the alphabet. And, Dom, when we come to you, you're going to do A, OK? Okay. And then you're going to put the phone, phone down. You can phone back if you want to do another letter in the alphabet. And that's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to rock and roll. All right, Dom? Okay. Don't, so what are you going to do when I come to you next? I want to say A. Thank you very much indeed. I bet he balls it up a fourth time because he's the type of person... Um, he's the reason we should stay in um, uh, Europe because um, when all the Polish and Italians leave, it'll be him that'll be serving me coffee and he'll muff it up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. And with time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pip pip pip. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hi there, nice to be with you. Happy you could stick around. Like to introduce Legs Larry Smith, drums. And Sam Spoon's rhythm pole. And Vern Dudley Bohay Noel, bass guitar. And Neil Innes, piano. Come in, Rodney Slater on the saxophone. With Roger Ruskin Spear on tenor sax. Hi, Vivian Stanchel, trumpet. Big hello to Big John Wayne, xylophone. And Robert Morley, guitar. Billy Butlin, spoons. And looking very relaxed, Adolf Hitler on vibes. Nice. Princess Anne on sousaphone. Introducing Liberace, clarinet. With Donna Ted Armstrong on vocals. Lord Snooty and his pals tap dancing. In the groove with Harold Wilson violin. Franklin McCormack on harmonica. Over there, Eric Clapton, ukulele. Hi, Eric. On my left, Sir Kenneth Park, bass sax. Great honor, sir. Especially flown in for us, a Sessions Gorilla on Vox Humana. Nice to see Incredible Shrinking Man on Euphonium. Drop out with Peter Scott on Duck Call. Gary from you later, Casanova on Horn. Yeah, digging General De Gaulle on accordion. Really wild, General. Thank you, sir. Roy Rogers on trigger. Tune in Wild Man of Borneo on bongos. Come face the orchestra on triangle. Thank you. Playing this for Dean Nicholson. Great to hear the Rawlinsons on trombone. Who loves the music. Back from his recent operation, Dan Drop, hot. And representing the flower people, Quasimodo on bells. Wonderful to hear Brainiac on banjo. We welcome Baldunican as himself. Very appealing, Max Jaffer. Mmm, that's nice, Max. What a team, Zebra Kid and Horace Bachelor on percussion. 
great favorite and the wonderful performer all of us here, Jay Arthur Rank on Gong. <laughs> I love that song. Um, Dean Nicholson, I'm, I'm, I'm reading everything you're typing, you pudding. I'm reading everything you're typing, you absolute muppet. It's a fellow who hates me and who hates the show and, like all of the haters, listens to it more than anybody else. It's wonderful. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio and with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. We will be speaking to Loudon Wainwright III at midnight. And I was trying to find um, an upbeat song to play because he's done loads. Um, I'm not as familiar with Loudon's Loudon's back catalogue as uh, I am with with some of the other artists we have on. But he's written a book and it's brilliant. His autobiography is brilliant. So I was flicking through and I was um, uh, trying to find an upbeat, fun song. But I didn't want to play the obvious ones. I hate playing the obvious ones. I found the saddest song ever. Where, where is it? I've got to make sure I've got it queued up to play. It is the saddest song ever. But, um, hang on, Loudon Wainwright. Mother, is that what's it called? Mother. Your Mother and Me, isn't your, it? Uh, uh, mother, your Mother and I. Flipping it. Two minutes 37 of oh, flipping it. It's basically him telling his kids that they're getting divorced. It's a little bit ripe, but it's beautiful. Absolutely beautifully done. Um, so we'll play that later on, but it's, it's you know, you want to you play an upbeat song when someone goes, hey, man, hey, here's an upbeat song you did here. Hope you, and we're going to play a song. Oh, God. But it, it, oh, it's good, it's good, and it prompted me to, to, to buy a few um, few CDs. Anyway, that's coming up at midnight. So far, so good. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call, you can Skype Late Night Alternative. All one word. What we're going to do now is we're going to do a little bit of fun. We're going to a little bit, a little bit of bonding between me and the listeners. Um, it's going to be we're going to it's going to be teamwork. We're going to do. The alphabet, one by one. So I will say a letter, caller will say a letter, Kath might say a letter, um, and then you you will phone in and you'll Skype in, and we'll take calls straight to air. We'll get this done by it. We'll get this done in five minutes. But let's let's after the last time we tried it with numbers, let's be pessimistic. We'll be done by half eleven. On this. Yeah, easy. So we'll take calls straight to air. So if you, I can see people ringing in now, hold. Your horses, right? Just keep ringing, keep ringing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Skype late night alternative. So you just say the next letter in the alphabet, and if you if someone says it at the same time, or you get a, you miss a letter, or you then we go back to the beginning. Dead simple. Right, let's go. Dom. Hey. Ricardo. <coughs> Hello, Ian. How are you? Oh God, God sakes, Ricardo. What's going on? We're doing the alphabet. Right, okay. 0344, we've got to start again. He's fine, okay. 0344 499 Call straight to air. Uh, uh, Skype late night alternative. Uh, line one. A. Okay. Now we haven't got any more calls. B. Well, we can't, we need, we, what, all right. Line two. B. No, oh. we just did it. <sighs> Jesus. Right, okay, fine. This right. Let's go to line three. 
Hello, line three. No, right, we're starting again. It's OK. Right, fine. This is, it's, it's a little bit of a bumpy start. Right. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. You've got to be paying attention. You've got to be listening. You've got to be focused. Right, we start again. Line one. Hello? Hello, hello line one. I'm starting. Yeah, go on then. No, we're starting Mm. again. What does the alphabet start with, guys? Come on. Line two. A. (laughs) Line three. B. What did you say? B. E? B for bravo. Oh, B. B. Okay, B. Line four. C. D. Okay, we need some more. We need some more. Fun. This I, I, okay. We need some more phone calls. Okay, so we're on E. Oh three four four. We can wait. I've got time. I've got. I'm going. I'm not going anywhere. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Go to line one. A. Right. Okay. We start again. Line two. G. No. Eight. Right, Jesus. Okay. I don't, honestly, I don't understand why this is so difficult. I thought the numbers were difficult because of the time delay, but this should be a piece of cake. Okay, right. A. Go on. B. Yep. C. D. Go on. You. You call her. Whose number ends 9491? E. <laughs> Line two. F for, for Freddy. All right, don't be sarcastic about it, buddy. G. H. Yes, line one. Oh, for crying out loud! Okay, we're getting closer. Line one. Yes, line one. H. No. For hello. No, uh, uh, H for harsole. (laughs) Like, line two. A for ah! Thank you. (laughs) Line three. If you can hear me, I'm talking to you. They're listening to the radio. Hello? Barney? A. No, it's not A. Right, we start again. Uh, Line three. G. No, no, right. What is going on? Why are people idiots? This is going to be a simple, straight bit of fun. Right, start again. Line one. Hello? Hello? Yes. K. Are you are you deliberately being? Are you deliberately trying to wind me up? Is this a prank call? No. Right. 
Where do you live? Where do you live? Tell me where Inland. you live. Right. A bit more specific than that, please. Because we're, we, we're, we're triangulating your thing. Because after the show, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to knock on the door and I'm going to punch your face in. Right here. Right. Right. Start again. Right. Hello, line two. A. Thank you. B. Yes? C. Yes? Hello? Hello? Yeah, you? Oh, hello, Ian. No. No, we're doing the alphabet. Yeah, it got on to H, didn't it? No, no. Right. <sighs> Line one. Oh, hello, Ian. No. Turn your radio no. off. Nine four nine one go. Right, he's gone. Line two. A. B. C. Yes. H. Oh, I nearly right. (sighs) So frustrating. Right, let's all take a deep breath and try again. We're going back. Here we go. Line one. You're not exactly high IQ, are you? Sorry? Moron. What? What did you say? I didn't... said you're not exactly high IQ, Maran. Well, you called me a... Someone called me a moron. Call you a Maran. A Maran? Someone called me a Maran. Well, I'll phone him back. I know how to do it now. Let's call him back. This guy's not exactly I'm high, call... high IQ. You've got his phone number. I'm going to call him a Maran, and then I'm going to hang up. Welcome to the EE voicemail. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the person you've called not, is not a man. Please leave your message yeah. after the tone. After you've finished your message, just hang up. Or to hear more options, oh. please press 1. You're a man. Oh, it's gone. Line 1. Hello, I'd like to talk about Brexit. Oh, for God's sakes. Line 2. 4. Oh, jeez. Right. Why do people always spoil it? This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Late Night Conversation. Worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm feeling lucky. Let's go straight in. Line one. Number five. Right. So we've got jokers out there. What we're trying to do, can I just explain, this is a very serious thing that will, I think will um, uh, it will create trust between myself as the presenter, Catherine as the co-presenter and the producer, right. and also uh, you, the listeners. And it just means that if we've got this trust in each other, then we can f- say and share anything and we can really start taking this show to the next level i'm up for an award next week very very big industry award is it best personality on the radio he's the nicest chap nicest chap (laughs) radio personality right the aries the biggest thing in in this country and i'm up for it and it will be so nice to go to 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 win it and go up on stage and say um i want to dedicate this i couldn't be here today without um, my callers, of course, I could because it's about radio personality, not about callers. Mm. But um, I would, I'd like to be able to. I'd like to be able to look Jeremy Vine in the eye or Pete Price in the eye and say, "I've got a bond with my listeners that you'll never have." We did the whole alphabet. What have you done? Um, he makes truckers laugh. He makes truckers cry. Oh, um, does he bring truckers off? 
I shouldn't think so. No, it's unlikely. So, line one. Oh, this is so boring. Come on. Do it. Just start it. You just start it. Once, as soon as we've done, here's the thing, right? It might be boring, but it's only boring because you lot are idiots. I mean, Once we get this done, we can move on to the fun and frolics. But it's a delay in the radio. It's a delay, oh. it's a delay in your brain. Start it. Hey. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Line two. H. You're, are you on H or something? Why, who is this who keeps calling up and saying H? Who are you? W-N. Right. Who is that? Is that one of the presenters here? Have we got any Welsh people working here? We haven't, um. have we? Right, let's start again. Line one. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Ian? You all right, mate? Yeah, yeah basically, I want to talk about the Beach Boys. Right, we're doing... Um, we're doing the alphabet. Right. Yeah. So as soon as yeah, we done... Talked, it, yeah, but it's talk radio. Yeah. You can talk about whatever you no. want. I, I, no. I'll be the judge of that. No. Right now, as soon as, we fi- as soon as we've done the alphabet, buddy, then we can talk about the Beach Boys, I promise you. But we've, we're going to do the alphabet first. So wh- when shall I call back then? Well, I just want to talk about the Beach Boys. That's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. But we're doing the alphabet first. So keep listening. I'm assuming you're listening, yeah? Of course I am. Right, then do a letter. Z. No. Uh, right. It's not even okay. an English letter. Line, line two. <laughs> hey. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Skype. Uh, yes, hello, Skype. India. Oh, for goodness God's sake. sake. Yeah, for goodness sakes. That is a... Right, Can this... I just say something? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> this isn't hard. No. This isn't hard. And actually what's happening now is that you're wasting your time, not ours. Yeah. So let's just... Alan's on Skype. Hello, Alan. It's difficult to get the uh, timing on this. Can I have a clue? Right, we're starting again. Oh, you need to give me a better clue than that. Oh, for goodness sakes. Right, line one. No, it's 9491 is getting on my... You're going to get banned in a minute, 9491. Turn your radio off. Give us the letter. A. Thank you. Line two. Because of the delay, I'm going to say Z. We did it. Right. Z. Yeah. Because of the delay, I'm going to come to your house and I'm I'm going to put dog feces through your letterbox. No, not your house. Your mum's house. Line one. Egg. Beautiful. Thank Here you. Here we go. I've got a good, got a very good feeling about this run. Line two. Okay, right, that's, I'm, I'm still going to say that we're... I'm still going to say we're on the second letter. Yeah, that was just a noise, wasn't we're it? on the second letter. Let's go to line one. E. Sorry? E. E for what? E saying E for egg? E. Right. E. E, e, e. No, we're on B. B, B, B. Right, stop. Now we're, now we're on A. Okay. So, right, he's gone. So, let's start again. Line one. Wayman Drizzle. I mean... It's not even a joke. Right, let's, t- let's take a call on Skype. Hello, um, Dan. Hey. Thank you. And I got to see him there. Line two, second letter. Here we go. B. Here we go. Here we go. Here Come we on. go. It? Now we're on to the third letter. Let's go to Alan. Hello, Alan. Uh, Chuckers! 
Right, I'm going to let you. I'm going to activate my video so you can see how unimpressed I am with that call. Chuckers. Okay. Can you see the video, Alan? Uh, Chuckers. Just so everyone knows, that was Alan that spoiled it for everyone. Line one. Beef and bummer. I knew he'd get it wrong. He, Dom's Dumb. winding me right up. Can we can we block him? No, because we need as many calls as we can get. Line one. Hey. Thank you. Line two. B. What did you say? B. Yeah, yes. okay, we'll have that. Okay. Good. Okay, so line three. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Hello, uh, it's Martin from Birmingham. I couldn't give it a monkey's. What letter are you going to say? <laughs> well, I want to talk about fake news if you, might, uh, if you don't mind. What? I want to talk about fake news this week. What fake news this week? That is the, uh, that is the government's, uh, uh, that's proposal, right, to uh, cap the energy prices <sighs> with people like on low incomes. Right, OK. Well, that's great. We can do that after we've done the alphabet. OK. All you've got to do is say the letter C. So There we go. Beautiful. Let's go to line two. Hello? B so, B4? Okay, right. Well, that's... A, that's... A, it was D, and B, that is a, a, apologies to our Hindi and Urdu-speaking friends. That was... I'm sure he was saying banjo, as in the instrument, right? Sure. Right. Let's take this... Let's take a Skype call. Hello, uh, hello, Chris. C. Look at me. Hello. Oh, what? I'm confused. Yeah, seek of the confusion. <laughs> Some of the Skype callers are getting a little bit of extra... Content. A little bit of extra... It's like director's cut. It's like Easter eggs. We're putting Easter eggs. And it's X-rated. Yes, very, very blue. He looks so... I felt bad because he looked so heartbroken because he wasn't looking. And then he looked down at his phone and I'm flipping in the bird. <laughs> what did I do wrong? Hello? Hey. Wait. There we go. I like him. I he like that guy. he got a different guy. gesture. I like that guy. he got a double Fonzie. Line two. Hey. Sorry? Hey. No? No. Right, but it is now. So we start again. Line three. It's C. No, it's not. It, line one. I like that guy. Hello? Yes, hello. Hey. Hello? Sorry? Yes, hello. Hey. Hello? Yes. <laughs> um, I'd like to uh, partake in this uh, alphabet. Uh, all you've got to do is say the letter A. Line one. I like that. A. There we go. Beautiful. Oh. Line two. Hello? Yep. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Greg? Yep. Um, we, are we, are we, we're, we're doing the alphabet. C, then. <laughs> C for Chris. Right. Hello, Alan. I apologise for my behaviour earlier. Um, can I have a clue, please? 
It's the first letter of the alphabet as we're starting again because all of my listeners are idiots. Aye. There we go. Let's go into line two. A for armpits. No! Oh, for goodness what is sake, will you with pay attention? Line three. B. No. For B. No. Line four. No. What? What is going? Why? We've not even got into double a, double letters. Where was the furthest have, we got? H. Do they have double letters in the alphabet like they do? In yeah, numbers? W. Thank you very much indeed. Right, let's try. Um, da, this Dan. Hello. Hey. Alan. There we go. That's, that was one of the Paw Patrol. There. That's one of the Paw Patrol. Said hey. Oh. I like. I, I don't never know which Paw Patrol pup is which, but um, good for them. Hey, Line two. A. No. No. And. That was one of the Paw Patrol there. Right, but it is A now, so we've just started again. Right. Lie, uh, Tom, on uh, on Skype. Can I have a P, please, Bob? No, you can have a, a, a no, bunch easy, of fives. Easy, 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 easy. Right, we start again. Line one. D. I mean... D for dullard. Right. Here's, here's a clue, line two. We're starting again. It's A. Yes! yes. B. C. B. What did you say? B. Say, give me a word. B. Now, give me a word that starts with that letter. Uh, banana. What? What did you say? Banana. No, it's not B though, right? Because it could. Right, the next one that's a BD thing, and I can't quite hear because of the sibilance. We're going to assume. Yeah. Because we've got to move this on. This is taking Is it ages. sibilance? No, that's with S's. You, you know. All right, all right. Let's it doesn't do, matter. We're, we're going to do it. 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 We're going to We're just going to go straight through it now. A. Yes, caller. James. This. The alphabet song. Right. Is he taking the mickey out of me? I think he might not be taking this as seriously as he should Are you be. taking the mickey, James? Why? Is this a joke to you, mate? We did it. Yeah, I'm there. Is this a joke, mate? We did it. Is it a joke to you? It's an ABC. Uh, I, was, I, only, I, only, I only stayed that long because I couldn't... For some reason, I couldn't get the cut-off button. button. Right, we start again. A. B. Caller. 69! <sighs> Let's have a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. To listen and dig this, right. We'll try again. Why? It's, it's really simple. There's Honestly, there's no trick to it. It's just a trust thing. Right, we do letters A, B, C, D. We just, got, we just get through to the alpha, get to Z, and then we're done. And then we all high-five, and then we can crack on with the show. It's as simple as that. 0344 499 1000. You can Skype Late Night Alternative. Um, I see a couple of people we've missed on the Skype, so let's try Let's call this person um, back. Um... No, they're not going to answer, so we'll just take a call. Line one. Um, I couldn't hear what they said, so I'm going to assume that was an A. Line two. Hello? 
Yes. What what number are we looking for? Line three. Alan? It's Trey speaking. What letter is it? Well, you can't just phone up and say what? You say, did you say your name was Tracy? Therese. Therese May. Oh. Therese May. Right, OK. You can't just phone up and ask what letter it is. It's the Prime Minister. OK, right, I said a satire. Right, let's try this one. Hello, Dom. B. Dom, just look at your screen now. Dom, oh, he's naked! Oh, God, Jesus, Dom. you dirty git! He's naked. Don't Skype me naked. Especially if it's as cold as that. Don't Skype me naked. That is actually... Um, and I'm not in any way making light of what's happening in the United States, but that is that is a form of abuse. To Skype me naked is, is actually a form of abuse. And I could see that, too. Um, let's go to line one. Line one, we're going to start again. Away you go. Thank you very much indeed. Line two. C. Uh. Are we not explaining this right or something? Because this was supposed to be done within ten minutes. I don't think we are. Um... Are we confusing you with the order of the alphabet or something? I think I mean... we might be. I'm just wondering if I've got a song, an alphabet song, that might um, help. No, the only one I've got is... Um... This isn't very... Has this got the alphabet in? I can't remember. Um, is this... Hang on a second. Right, just stop calling me for a minute. I can't remember if this one... I'm trying to find an, a song that's got... Maybe people don't know it, because it's like the thing, the times tables. You don't do them very often, so um, you, you forget your time. Maybe people have forgotten the alphabet. Yeah. Um, right, OK. Has this one got the alphabet no! in? Does this have the alphabet in it? No. Not at all? No, just a reference to a street that happens to be called Alphabet Street. Mm. I'm going down. So he doesn't do like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like... We could possibly do it over the top. No. There's no point in me playing that then, is no, there, really? No, no, um, no. Alphabet... Um, hang on a second, hang on a second. We're going to find something. Uh, uh, hang on a second. Here we go. This This might help. This might help. No, it's Noodle Doodles. I thought it was um, Alphabetti Spaghetti. Um, no, that was Noodle Doodles. That, that's just going to confuse everything, playing an advert for Noodle Doodles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let, um, let's carry on. Let's okay. go straight in. Line one, go. Hello, I'd like to put forward the letter A. And this is gratefully received, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Line two. B. Here we yes. go. Here we go. C. Line three. And this is gratefully received. B. Thank you. What are you saying? B for bum. Right. Could you... I, I, here's the thing. Nine, that's 9491. 9491 keeps popping up and uh, is going to get a, a knuckle sandwich. Um, yes, Alan. Yeah, I've got a song. Um, I don't think we need many letters. A, B, C, D, E, F, 
Can you, you don't need any more, do you? Um, line two. Oh, it's definitely H. I think everybody's on a bit of H tonight. That's street slang for heroin. Um, line, right, we're starting again, so we're going to go straight to line three. Line three, what have you got? Hello. What? Tell D. me. What? D. Right. You're an you're an accent, you're an idiot, right? Because I put you through so you you were on the air so you could hear me and I said deliberately we're going to you would have heard me say, right, we're going to start again. You know what the problem is? Yeah. They're listening to the radio and not the phone. Mate. If you ringles listen no, to mate. the phone. I Ian, I'll tell you what is the problem. I'll tell you, it's the, the, because I'm listening on my smartphone. Right. So when I call up Not at the right time, caller. mate, and oh, you were listening. Yeah, you should have been listening to you on Sky Digital. You should have been listening. My digital radio can't oh, pick it up. He's not listening so now. He's not listening now. He's not listening now. You're not listening now. I'm listening now, Ian. Right. I said we're gonna start again, and that was your cue to say A, and you said D. What alphabet? Starts with yeah, D. Yeah, because I was listening to the radio. Because you said start again, yes. then it was C, and you said let's yes. go to Lot in yes. three, yes. and that was me, yes. and I yes. said D. Yes, and when D it came... Comes after yes. C. He's not listening now. No. He's not listening. This is the and problem. then when it came to you, and you were on the line, I said we're starting again, and you should have said A. Oh, I, do you know what, Ian? I apologise. Go to bed, buddy. Um, go to bed. No. Go to bed. I, I, I only want to talk about Beach Boys. No. Yeah, when we've done this, when we've done this, we can. Aye. Right, here we go. We're going to start again. Line two. Hey. Here we go. This is it. I can feel it. I've got a very strong vibe about this. Let's go. Uh, B. Yes, caller. B. What? B. Well done, yes. caller. Yeah. D. We... Hello, caller. Ghostbusters 2. You're going to get, oh, right, mean. you just, you, you, you think that's funny, don't you? No. Right. I think we need to start taking names. Um, right, I'll start. A. Caller? Ace of spades. <sighs> Caller? A. She, th- now, she gets everyone, right. Every single one right, this woman. I know. I don't know who it is. Every single one right. Let's go to Skype and Dan. A. Hang on, Dan. Just going to get up my video feed for you. Hang on, mate. I'm just going to send you a little private Easter egg. (laughs) Right. We start again. Caller. Alpha. Okay, fine. We'll take Greek alphabet. That's fine. Um, line two. Ding dong, ding dong, ding. The party is about to begin. All right, Pink, calm down. Because Pink did a song about a party. I she thought did. that was quite a witty put She down. did, she did. Um, but that doesn't help us with the alphabet game. You sure. Right, line one, go. Go. Ding. Right, you're, you're, in, you're in us. Right, okay. I feel embarrassed to talk about Time to Change now because I actually Time to Change does brilliant, brilliant work, mm-hmm. okay? And they're helping out with the show for for a month. And yet I feel like I'm dragging them 
down. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to put the caveat that the last 40 minutes we've wasted on this, the last 40 minutes of radio, is nothing to do with our friends at Time to Change. Okay, I just want to make that completely clear. They are better than this. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change, although they're nothing to do with the last 40 minutes. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. I wish I had some mates in my corner right now. Search Time to Change to find out more. Go to the ads. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, we've got um, someone on Skype. Hello, cool man. It's Shalom. Sorry? Shalom. Sarong? Shalom. Salami. Yes, I, I, I was wondering, how are you doing? Why, why are you boo <laughs> steady, 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 steady. You done that. We dumped that, but I'm going to apologise to our friends on Periscope. Um, that You heard some language there, and it may have slipped out on the radio. I don't think it did, but because uh, I did the double dump. Did it? Did that go out? I think we... I think... OK, let's just play it safe. If uh, you heard what that young child was saying, um, apologies. We certainly do not um, in, uh, condone racial um, epithets like that. I think that was disgusting language and... Um, if that's the best you can do, then shame on you. Apologies to our Periscope friends, because you would have heard that. That's one of the things I'm watching on Periscope. You get to see all the stuff that would normally get um, <coughs> dumped. Or having a, a Theresa May. Um, that was disappointing. Also, have I got to do another show where I educate these kids about prank calls? I'll tell you what that was. I think he may have been an American. I think he may have been responding to the advert I put on Facebook. Because um, when I played... Um, xbox online with american kids i don't really do it now because you tend to get you, de- you don't tend to get paired up with americans but that word gets bandied around the n-word gets bandied around a lot by white american kids and they'll call each other that and they mean it in a racial way it's not that you know saying i'm with my homies kind of nope. thing they mean it as in you are um worth less than me um kind of thing um very very poor show, young man. I'm typing. There we go. Uh, right, we'll start again. Line one. Hello, line one. Hi, hello. No, I'm not. <laughs> Guys, you've got to be quicker than me. Um, right, I want to get this done before we get loud and on at midnight. So, line one. Hey. Yeah, we go. We're in. We're in. Treat it gently. B. Caller? Am I the start? No. Can I start with A? No. No. B? We're no. C? Perfect. Yeah, we'll take we'll do that in editing. Line three. D. E. Caller? Uh, uh. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Line three. D. You, you do it, Kath. You do it? Why are you shaking your head? Do the letter. I don't know what letter it is. <laughs> Caller? F. Right, okay, that's Kath's fault. That was G. What the hell is wrong? What the 
hell is wrong with you, I've woman? Got someone swearing at me on Twitter. Who's swearing at you? That guy again. But it's okay. I've dealt with him. Which guy? Couch potato. Yeah, that one. All right. Well, it's okay. It's cool. Um. Oh, gee, well, just block him. I want him to see what I've written first because it's funny. Um, and then he's getting blocked. Okay. What have you written? Let me see. Why is he? Why is he swearing at you? Because I've upset him. I said, but if you want to be an ass about it, then f you. Oh no, 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 no. No, sir. We will not tolerate that language. Good evening. <laughs> there we go. I'm not, I'm not having. Um, if anyone's going to say f you to you, it's me. Well, it's um, another one for the tribunal. Yeah. We I mean, one day I'm going to get a nice little payout. Right. Here we go. Um. I dumped that then. I didn't need to. That's how. That's how triggered I am as I hit that dump button. Because I listen, guys. I know. I know. Uh, oh dear. Shall I start? Right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night alternative. We're going to do this. Yes. Here we go. Um. You start. A. Well done for paying attention. Well, some they've stopped swearing at me now. Um, B. C. Caller? My name is Jeff. No. I don't even know what that was. Caller? D. Here we go, here we go. E. F. Caller? G. Yes. H. Caller? I. J. Caller? K. L. Caller? M. N. Alan? O. P. Caller? N. Alan? Caller? Oh, you absolute... 9491. Right. I'm not taking any more calls from 9491. I'm not taking any more calls from that that absolute muppet. What a waste of space that person is on this planet. Doesn't have any purpose apart from to wind me up. That's all it is. Okay, and at this point, we'd just like to apologise to everyone who worked really hard there to build something quite beautiful, uh, only for someone to come in and... Very much like they did with the Blue Peter Garden that time. Just yeah. destroy it, just for fun. Wasn't that a famous footballer? Was that Rio? It wasn't Rio Ferdinand. No, it was I think someone. it was uh, me and Right, Right, Right. Wasn't it? Oh, was it? Mm. Right, we we'll start again. Good evening, uh, Wayne. Good evening, uh, Wayne. A. There we go. Here yes, we go. Yes, yes, yes. B. Caller. There we go. Dan. R. Start again. We're going to do it. We've got five minutes to do this. We're going to do it. Right. Cass, starters. A. B. Caller. B. 
D, caller. E for Brexit. For Brexit. Yeah, right, okay, okay, right. A. B. Caller. C. D. Caller. Caller. C. No? Right, okay. Listen right. to your phone. A. B. My name is Jeff. Right. A. B. Caller. My name is Jeff. Right, okay. A. B. My name yep. is Jeff. Okay. A. B. Caller is gone. Right. Caller? Caller. C. Here we go. D. E. Caller. <laughs> There we go. There we go. We're getting there. G. Caller. H. I. J. Caller. K. L. Caller. You're once, twice. Three times a lady. Right, that doesn't count. So we've, we've just done L. Caller. M. Here we go. Here we go. A. Oh, you absolute tip! What are you doing? <laughs> You've got... Why are you not paying attention? Right. Caller. Go. Go. Alan. A. Right, who's right? Yeah, okay. Alan. A. A. Jesus. Right. Al, uh, Dan. N. Catherine, this is, this one's on you. <laughs> right, we're going to do it. We're going to, right, just rack up the calls now. We've got two minutes to do this. Here we go. Cat, start. A. B. Caller. C. Here we go. D. Caller. Okay, right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We've got two minutes and 50 seconds. Kath, start. A. B. Caller. B. Sorry? B. You just, you literally just heard us say A and B. What, what the hell is wrong with you? She's A, B, C. Did she say, did she, is, is this a man or a woman? Man. Right. Oh. Did did this man say C? No. Right. I said C. No. Right. Here we we don't go. believe you. A B, A, A. B. Caller. Someone say something. C. Here we go. Caller. D. Here we go. Here we go. E. F. Caller. G. Here we go. H. I. J. Caller. B for Brexit. Oh, for Christ's sake. We've got a minute to do this. A. B. Caller. YMCA. Yeah, YMCA in your face. Uh, Actually, it's quite a horrible image. Sorry. uh, Well, you know what happens out of the YMCA. Um, Right. A. B. 
Hello. Caller. B. No, you're an idiot. Right. Uh, A. B. Caller. Here we go. Come on, Cole. We need. We got a minute to do this. Just start calling, guys. We got a minute. Um, D. E. Caller. C. You're a C. Oh. Yeah, you right to hang up. Right. A. B. Caller. My name is Jeff. Right. Okay. I don't even. Right. Okay. <laughs> A. B. Alan. F. We've got 50 seconds. A. B. Caller. C. D. E. Caller. E. What? Is that funny? Right. We're out of time. Absolute, absolute car crash of an hour. That should have taken 10 minutes, 20 tops, <laughs> and we just spaffed an hour of radio... All over the airwaves. What a waste. And we all know who was to blame for that. You were for quite a bit of it, actually. I hope you feel proud of yourselves, everybody. Losers. Uh. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Talk Radio. Loudon Wainwright coming up just after midnight. And I'm going to start, when we come from, back from the news, with w- w- just the best song I've, I've ever heard about divorce. There aren't that many. There are a few. But the best song about divorce, it will break your heart. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm just going to tweet how you can buy Loudon's book. It's a cracking read. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Your mother and I are living apart I know that seems stupid but we weren't very smart You'll stay with her, I'll visit you At Christmas on weekends in the summertime too Your mother and I are not getting along Somehow, somewhere, something went wrong Everything changes, time takes its toll Your folks fell in love, love's a very deep hole Your mother and I will do all we can do To work this thing out and to take care of you Families get broken, I know it's a shame It's nobody's fault though Your mother and I are both feeling bad But things will get better, they won't stay the same 
And I hope when you grow up, one day you'll see your parents are people, and that's all we can be. Boy, your mother and I—and it though. Oh, flipping heck. Uh, that, I mean, that cuts close to the bone, doesn't it, guys? How can you not feel like shedding a tear listening to that? Your Mother and I by Loudon Wainwright III. He's got a book out. His book's coming out soon. Uh, liner notes on parents, children, exes, excess, decay, and a few more of my favourite things. And boy, oh boy, I skipped through it in a couple of days, and I'm thrilled to say that Loudon's on the line now. Hey, Loudon, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm very, very well. I loved your book. I thought it was fantastic. Well, gosh, I'm glad to hear that. What a relief. <laughs> it would have been an awkward interview if I thought it was a, it was a stinker. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased that you liked it. Um, you, th- there's, it, there's no holds barred in there, is there? You, you kind of lay it all out on the line. Was... Were the people around you um, uh, upset or happy or, or frightened when they knew you were going to be writing a book? Well, um, I don't know for sure. Uh, uh, you know, I've been writing about uh, myself and the people in my life, uh, you know, that is the, the big people, the important people, my wives and kids and parents and siblings, um for 40 something years yeah. so um that's kind of the um the waterfront that i cover i, I so suppose so yeah it's it's all it's all on the records and then you go and put it down in the book as well um yeah it's what i'm in what i've been interested in all this time so i just thought i would write sentences about it instead of songs um I was really interested in that you, you keep referencing um, your dad in the book. Obviously, he's a huge character in the book and in your life. And I thought it was really nice um, the way that you included some of his writings. Because was it Life magazine that he used to write for? Yeah, when I was a kid growing up in the 1960s, he was a very well-known kind of almost fixture in American cultural life because he had this column in Life magazine yeah. called The View From Here. So... Um, I decided that, uh, you know, as I say in the early in the book, that I was going to bring him along for the ride or riding shotgun for the <laughs> book. Uh, and uh, I include five or six of his, what I consider to be his best pieces of writing. So it's a, I think it's a treat for the reader. Oh, it's, it's lovely. It's, it's delicious. A delicious slice, uh, you know, looking at America through the past few decades. Um, I, I kind of felt there was a similarity in your written word and his written word did you pick up on that well uh i think there might have been uh, you know i mean he 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 was a much more uh he was an older generation obviously and a little more maybe buttoned down and and more conservative than i than i am but i think he does have a confessional streak about him yeah uh in his work and writing and uh so i feel um I feel, yeah, that there, there there might may be similarities between him and me, um, um, aside from the genetic stuff. Um, oh, another thing that got me right, 
because uh, I, I, I listen. I've been listening to the music. I didn't. I didn't know a lot about your your kind of past and your personal life and stuff. But boy, oh boy, you um, you liked. Well, well, I guess they would be called fads. You kind or cults or not. You kind of found a few um, strange groups to kind of hang out with in the sixties and the seventies. Yeah, you know, after. Uh... So, you know, I write about the, the, the summer of love, which was 1967. So I was, I was a young person. I went out to San Francisco. I did all that uh, fun, exciting LSD, uh, music in the park, uh, hippie stuff. And then there was a kind of subset of that group yeah. who became interested in Eastern uh, things like yoga and macrobiotics. Scientology, uh, you know, that 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 was a kind of wave of that, waves of that going around. And I, I got involved in um, first in a yoga ashram uh, in San Francisco, and then wow. on the East Coast when I got back back east, uh, where I was from, I uh, lived uh, in a macrobiotic community for for a while up up near Boston, Massachusetts. Um. And what, what was that like? I mean, what was it fun? Did you did you did you discover yourself? Well, it was. You know, there were, obviously I was attracted to that idea, uh, and um, but I also came to realize, or now looking back on it, years and years later, that I, it was also a way for me to to kind of hide out. Yeah. You know? I had made my first record. I'd recorded it in 1969 for Atlantic Records. It got great reviews, um, and people said, "Oh, you have to go out and, and play and work and you know perform, and people want to see you." And I was caught up in this living in this uh, macrobiotic community, and I, I think I was a little afraid to go actually go out and 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 present myself to to a public that wanted to see me. So I, I was um, uh, studying the order of the universe instead. Wowzers. And, uh, <laughs> Some light reading. You know, I, but I still like a, a good piece, a, a good plate of um, rice and vegetables now and again. Who doesn't? Hey, we had to, there's a new Japanese restaurant open near us, and we thought, hey, let's go and try it tonight before the show. And they gave me this food, and it was, it, he said, I warn you, it's spicy. It was too spicy, Loudon. It was, it was too, so hot, I had to leave it. And that's, that's not oh. good. That's not, that's not good for you. No, no, that's much too yin. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that yin? Yeah, you, you want to be more yang and not yin. <laughs> that's what we want to do. Um, in the early days, of course, you were, um, uh, 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 and you talk about it in the book, heralded as the new Bob Dylan, the new Bob Dylan. That did you um, did you buy into that? Did you kind of kind of you know as a, as a cocky young man think, yeah, do you know what I am the new Bob Dylan, or did you re- think that was ridiculous? Well, a little of both. I mean, I, I it was flattered. I, I was flattered, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I'm ashamed to say, to be compared to Bob Dylan because he, of course, was a, you know, is the is the uh, the high mark of of, of singer songwriters. He was then, and 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 I suppose he still is. But uh, I, I don't think there was much that was Dylan-esque about what I was doing. Like we have a completely different writing style. Yeah. I mean, I, I play the same five guitar chords that he plays but there were lots of bob dylan's there was john prine and 
Steve Forbert and and even Bruce Springsteen was yeah. was, was a, the new Bob Dylan before he was the boss. Um, were you surprised when you got you know you say the first re- first couple of records were on Atlantic and you're getting all this thing because you know you you as a young man you're a, you're a kind of I, I was was cursed stroke blessed with being tall and and lanky and slim as a young man and you you kind of had that same thing you know you didn't look. You didn't look like the like the James Taylors or the you know the other kind of singer songwriters that were bubbling around at the time. Did you, did you feel a bit out of place with all of those lot? Well, no, that was well, that was kind of intentional. I mean, I in terms of the look. Mm. I mean, when you, when you start out, I talk about this in the book. You know, when you start out in in a career, whether it's you know acting or or writing or painting or architecture or anything you really want to try to separate yourself from the the pack you want to be noticed yeah um so rather than have long hair a la james taylor who's i guess he doesn't have any hair now but he used to have have long hair yeah uh and and bell-bottom pants and you know leather vests which was kind of the costume of the early 70s I, I kind of had short hair, and I wore the same clothes I wore in, in boarding school. You know, I had flannel trousers and, and a blazer and a, a button-down shirt. Um, so um, I think all of a sudden the first thing that people would see when they saw me in a club was, who's that strange guy? I mean, yeah. He doesn't look like a musician. Yeah. And then when I started to sing and jump up and down and stick my tongue out and scrunch my face up, then they then it you know it was kind of like a psychotic preppy psycho killer. Look. <laughs> well, it's it's a similar look to the one that David Byrne from Talking Heads would adopt ten years later. Yeah, he got it all from me. Yeah, of course he did, man. Of course he did. Um, one of the themes that I picked up in the book, and you mentioned the ashrams and the macrobiotics and stuff, is I I get the impression that you're constantly searching for something. And and I get that from the the, the places that you mentioned that you say, but also the, the, the marriages, the, um, the, the kids, the, the, have you, are you happy? Are you happy, Loudon? Well, <laughs> that's a big question, man. A good day. I'm not feeling too bad. The sun is shining here in Portland, Oregon, and I've walked over the bridge. Yesterday, I saw a rainbow. Oh, I saw beautiful! Two rainbows at the same time. Beautiful. So, uh, what's to complain about? You know, I'm I'm uh, like everybody else on this planet. You know, I'm I am searching and trying to you know. Uh, get somewhere, and goodness knows where that is. I'm, I'm fortunate in that I have this job, which I, I'm very interested in still after yeah. all, almost 50 years. Yeah, you know, performing for people and writing songs to sing to them. So um, I feel lucky. I have bad days like everybody else, and and some days I have really bad days. But um, I'm feeling fine today. Thanks for asking. Well, no, and I mean it genuinely because we talk we talk a lot about mental health and, and depression and stuff on this show because of you know partly because of the stuff that I've gone through. Um, and you do you do write quite openly. There's a lovely piece where you talk in the book where you talk about sort of having and I'm I'm going to paraphrase it slightly, but sort of having a low level constant depression. Not you know not one where you're necessarily wanting to jump off a bridge, but y- you feel kind of weighed down by life. 
Yeah, you know, I would characterize myself as a, as a kind of functioning depressive. Mm. Uh, uh, I think that will surprise a lot of people. Uh, well, when I get up on stage, I kind of jump around and, and, and look like I'm... I'm but I'm, I'm writing and singing about all that. Yeah. Now, there, there have been periods... When my mother died in, in 1997... I mean, I knew that that was going to have a huge effect on me, and it, and it actually just knocked me over. I mean, I, I, I couldn't work. I lost 20 pounds. I, I, I went into a real depression. Mm. And I know people who suffer from, 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 you know, crippling, severe depression. I'm not one of those, fortunately. I can, I'm able to function. But um, there's a... There's a um, to go back to the the barometric uh, comparisons, you know, there's clouds up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the UK um, of, of my age, mid-40s, thanks very much, will remember you, of course, from... Um, there was this bizarre pairing of you and Jasper Carrot. Jasper Carrot, and pick kids, if you don't remember Jasper Carrot, in the 80s, he was the biggest comedian in this country, and he owned, I think it was on Saturday nights, he owned Saturday nights, and you had a, um, a, halfway through each show, you could say, right, now it's Loudon Wainwright, and then you'd come on and do a song. And I remember as a kid, just thinking it was so weird that, you know, in this, this Brummy show, suddenly there's this tall american singing these songs and I, I i couldn't quite work out what was going on but i enjoyed it um th- th- there's there's a lot of affection for you in britain isn't there loudon has he gone oh. hello have you gone loudon god imagine if god imagine I, i'm sure he hasn't but imagine if loudon wainwright the third died during this phone call that would be awful loudon Kath, call him back. Make sure he's all right. For goodness sakes. Terrified. Please, no. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. We'll take a quick break. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. I pray to God. Loudon, are you back? I'm back. Sorry. What the, what uh, the hell happened to you, man? I don't know. It's, uh, I, was on, I was on a landline. <laughs> of course, so that's an obsolete uh, thing at this point. So yeah. I'm, I'm now talking to you on my cell phone. <laughs> I was worried. I thought, I thought, God, please don't let him die during this interview. No. I don't want that responsibility uh, yeah, on me. We were... We were we were talking about my depression, so I went off to, uh, <laughs> went to, to off d- myself. God, no, don't. Listen, how did the, how did you end up being on the Jasper Carrot show? Because that seemed like a strange pairing. Well, uh, I've got this terrific uh, agent uh, in the UK uh, who, who still I work with, a guy called Paul Charles. And he, uh, I had just moved over to Britain. Uh, I, I bought a flat in London and... Uh, and uh, Paul Charles approached uh, the BBC and then kind of uh, suggested that I might uh, be on the Jasper Carrot Show. I had met Jasper because, as as you may know, he started out as a guy with a guitar. Yeah, of course. Funny songs. Yeah. I think I, he and I did a Cambridge Folk Festival, you know, years before that. So uh, the idea was flown that I would be the kind of resident uh, the topical songwriter, and it it worked out. I did um, 
It was fun. I did, I did it for 10 weeks, uh, writing. It was live. Yeah. You know, 10 million people saw it, and um, I would write a, write a topical song every week. Um, uh, yeah, well, uh, the, one of the brilliant I loved your book honestly Lan, so much it was it was such a joy to read I was I was I devoured it but there's um you write um brilliantly about um your fans and about your relationship with your fans and how that has changed over the years because you kind of you, you, for a while you were sort of ha- you would hang out with your fans and be, be friends with them and then those th- that always ends in a very very weird way they always think they own you i think yeah i mean i it's it's a risk you know if you're a performer uh on a on stage or on a radio show or in a movie or, a, you know, an actor or something and people approach you, uh, you know, you, you, you love the attention. You like the fact that they love your work. Yeah. So it starts that way. And, you know, you'll maybe you'll, you'll have a drink with them after the show and give them your email address, <laughs> but it's a slippery slope. <laughs> it often, you know, it ends in heartbreak. You kind of, uh, let them down. I, I I talk about a group of people uh, uh, from Scotland who, in the uh, in the eighties and nineties, would every time I you know they they traveled all over the UK to see me. Yeah. I mean they were wonderful. They, and I, I I would give them free tickets and we would have drinks. But after a while, it became like you know a, a difficult relationship. I think as we got all of us got older. Uh, um, uh, something went south about it, and I don't see them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you in the book you write about. And I'm not going to give away too much of the book, but you write about them kind of one couple divorcing, and then they sort of drift away. And then the last time you went out with, with I think only one person turned up, and it was quite a tense evening. Yeah, but that's life, you know. Yeah, isn't I it? Mean, it, 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 it uh, well, what what somebody sees on stage or hears on a CD or or. or whatever is one thing and um uh and then then the reality of the person is is different you know uh and uh, but i i appreciate uh, the fact that these people and other people have you know through the years uh, yeah. showed up and bought the cds and tickets to the and now of course they're all gonna buy my book <laughs> of course they are hey listen man, i'm gonna let you go in a bit it's such a thrill to talk to you if if there's anyone listening who who isn't you know is is familiar with the name wainwright and and, and the others that that work under that name but they they've not perhaps got a loud and wainwright the third album in their collection which one would you send them to where would you point them to start well, of course, my, my albums are like my children. I love them all. But <laughs> Which I, one uh, do you love the most? Because I've got two boys, and I know which one I love the most at the moment. What's that? Well, I love... I lo- that? But that, out of my two children, at the moment, I'm loving my youngest, because my eldest is getting right on my nerves. But, please oh, don't... I, I see, I see. Don't tell them I said well, it. Well, you know, um, I mentioned this... Uh, this is two records that I... People ask me this question... You know, I've made 27 records, yeah. uh, so, and, you know, um, but the record, uh, interestingly enough, or, or, or perhaps obviously, uh, I wrote a record, uh, or I wrote the songs for a record when, after my father died, it was a record called History. Yeah. Came out about 1992, and I think that's a pretty strong record. It has uh, a lot of... A lot of a lot of excellent songs on it, if I do say so myself. Yeah, 
And then when my mother died uh, and my world caved in momentarily, I, I wrote another record or songs for another record called Last Man on Earth. Mm. So uh, those are the two, uh, two records that come to mind. Uh, unfortunately, I only have two parents, <laughs> so I, I don't know uh, when the next great album is going to come along, but those are two good ones. Um, l- listen, Loudon, the, the book is a joy. Line, I'm going to tweet the links again. Liner notes on parents, children, exes, excess, decay, and a few more of my favourite things. If you go online and type in Loudon Wainwright liner notes, it will come up. When are you back in the UK, man? I don't know. Uh, I did some shows, um, some festivals uh, this past summer. I'd like to get back there soon. Uh, I always love coming over there and performing. Come back, come back, come back and come in the studio one night, or we'll come and see you and record some stuff, because I just think you're fab. Uh, I I wish you the best of luck with the book, Loudon, and um, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. All right, great talking to you. Thank Thank you very much indeed. Loudon Wainwright III, ladies and gentlemen. Liner notes on parents, children, etc., etc., etc. It comes out, I think it comes out the end of this month. I think I've got that right. I got a a sneaky uh, press uh, version. And it's a joy. It really is a joy. It's one of those autobiographies that doesn't kind of... It's it's just like it just splurges words and ideas down. And it's such a great read. It really is. Right, we'll crack on with the nonsensical calls. We'll take calls straight to air for the last 30 minutes. Let's do that. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late... Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. He was nice, wasn't he, Loudon? Here's the thing. My musical knowledge about him is not as in-depth as perhaps some of the other guests that we've had on. Uh, I know bits and pieces. I know the obvious ones and I know some of the less obvious ones. Um, but uh, it, it's not as detailed, but, um, th- that book is such, is, I'll lend it to you, man, it's such a good read. It really is one of those ones where it starts and you think, oh, this, the, this guy's holding nothing back. This is gonna be, um, uh, a roller coaster, and it really is. And of course, Rufus Wainwright and Martha Wainwright are his, uh, two of his children, and uh, I, I did want to ask him, but I didn't, although I felt I probably could have asked him anything. What, if you ever felt jealous of them? Mm. Because they've gone on... Well, Rufus in particular has gone on... Oh, he's a big deal, isn't he? He's a huge deal. Absolutely huge. And I just wondered if there was any jealousy. Because I could imagine being jealous of my boys if... If they did the same thing as you, but had ostensibly more well yeah if they, if they went on and, and and you know had a became like ant and deck or something you know had that had that huge television career which i always thought i was going to have and then never had was yeah. denied me um you know for whatever reason i wasn't good enough fashion whatever if they went on to have that i could see not like the jealousy that would consume me i don't want to talk to those bastards yeah. but i could i could feel a little a i niggle. could see a little bit of of, of a, a niggle yeah I really, really could, and there's no, sh- there's no shame in that, you know. That's it's, um, human nature, isn't it? I think it is human nature, um, but um, we'll have, we'll have to ask him next time. It was, it was a slightly um, 
stilted conversation. Well, he's in Portland, Oregon. He's, he's miles away. He's on the phone. And he's an old man as well. And I'm, you know, I'm slightly in awe. And I, you know. I think there might have been a slight delay on the line as I well. I think there was. I do believe there was. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, you can Skype. And I'm turning Skype back on. Late night alternative. Um, and uh, we'll take calls straight to air. So there's no screening. Uh, we'll take, I tell you what we won't do, just because we've had a couple of um, racist idiots, I won't take any withheld numbers this evening. Uh, apologies. Normally I would. Normally I've not got a problem with it. I just, in the last 25 minutes of the show, I can't be bothered with no. kids phoning up thinking it's funny to say the N-word. If you want to phone up and prank me, beautiful. Please do it. Please, please, please. But just phoning up saying the N-word. I mean, guys, really? Is that what we've come to in 2017? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can Skype late night alternative. Um, and I know a few people said, oh, I feel a bit shortchanged by having the guests. Here's, what, here's, here's where my head, head is at, and, I, and I'm, uh, I've kind of got it, this plan in my head now. We've got a load of guests booked up for the rest of the year. Um, uh, who have we got? Jimmy Webb. Is Jimmy Webb happening? Jimmy Webb. Well, no, but Jimmy Webb is potentially happening. Jimmy P- Webb. Peter Hook, I need to make a... Peter, uh, Stephen Page. Up. Oh, by the way, next Friday, 10 o'clock, Stephen Page and his band are going to be sat in here live. So if you're watching on Periscope, um, they're going to be in here live performing uh, some songs, which is great. Uh, Billy Bragg, um, uh, Roger McGough. Um, Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert. Robin Ince. So we've got some really good guests um, coming up. And then... And this is where my head is at, at the moment, bearing in mind it's a few months away. But I'm thinking, so th- that they will take us up till December. January and February, February, um, I'm thinking of having no guests. Unless we get, like, a Paul McCartney or, you know... Brian Wilson. A Brian Wilson or, you know, unless we get something like that, I'm thinking no guests. Because I feel, ever so slightly, and you'll disagree, Catherine, some of the callers, listeners might agree... But I feel I've neglected the um, uh, rice and beans, my main, I, 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 my main skill set of uh, hosting a phone-in radio show. I just feel that I've focused on the guests a bit, and actually I've I've, I've neglected the, the the main work. I do disagree. Yeah, and no, and, and and I give you Exhibit A, the last hour, well, how much they let us. Oh, down. that was a, oh, that, absolutely true. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello there. Hello, line um, one. Turn your radio off. Ian Lee? Yes, hello. Yeah. Right, um, I rang up earlier on in the week. Um, you were talking about fitness and this, that, and the other. Oh. And weight, you know, and all the rest of it. And uh, I wanted to recommend a book by um, the prison owner, Charles Bronson, called Solitary Fitness. Okay. Um, why are you... Did you it... get that message at all? You was, uh, it's on and when you weren't taking calls from people who rang you before. Sorry. Yes. No, I didn't get that message. No. Yeah. Well, like I say it's called it's, solitary. It's, it's, it's not a messaging service. It's a phone-in show. That's the key thing. That's the, the key thing. And I tell my team if people phone in with messages for me, then don't give them to me. That's not what this is about. But thank you. So oh, I, I didn't know that. I okay. didn't know that. Okay. okay. Well, that's they didn't okay. say either. No. Well, but, that's um, no, that's not. It's not. It's not. Don't don't put this on them. Um, you're 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 on the air now, and you're telling me yeah. um, why would this book be so good? Well, for a start, uh, it, won't, it won't cost you anything. It's, it's about how to, you know, get yourself fit or whatever it says. You, it, it says on the front, you don't need ex- fancy gym equipment. No. Or expensive gear to be as fit as me. Right. And uh, I thought, well, I thought you might be interested. Well, what does what does he what does he do, 
Well, he, he, he's very fit because he's uh, locked up in solitary. Right. I don't fancy going to prison. No, you don't. Have to, no, no, no. It explains. It's very good. He's very fit because he, he's he locked up in. He's very fit because he's locked up in solitary. Yeah, I know. You, you can't trust this bloke, but um, like um, I say, he's, and you're, you're recommending a book by him. What, what if it, I do? I think it's good. What if I do all everything that's in the book and then I die? You won't die, that's the thing. Well, you just, for you. Be extremely just fit. You can't trust him. Well, you, you can trust his book. You could, might not trust the guy, but okay. you can trust his book. It's a very good book. Bill, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Let's talk about the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice to get on with my neighbours? <laughs> oh, there we go. There's a phone. That's what we do on Monday. Um, uh, so, uh, lyrics from songs that are in two songs. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be nice to get them with my neighbours? Yeah, go on. Something. Yeah. yeah. Tells well, me I'm in something good. There we go. There we go. Okay, well, lyrics from songs that are in one song but are also in a song by Herman's Hermits um, or The Small Faces. There we go. We can make it really niche. Right, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll do. Uh, yeah, so what do you want to talk about? What do you want to say about the Beach Boys? Well, before the alphabet thing, yes. earlier tonight, I was listening to the Beach Boys on YouTube, yeah. clicking on loads of different tunes. You not down just the like hole. The, Not just... Well, I have been down the rabbit hole a few times. <laughs> yes. I'd love to go to one of those rabbit hole sh- uh, shows, by the way. Well, we're, we're playing in... Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Telford, which is kind of near Birmingham. Right, well, so we're in Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton on November the 4th. Y- you're joking. No, we're in Wolverhampton on November the 4th. Have you got, is it, is, are you at the Civic or... No, I don't, like no we don't play the Civic. Bl- blimey, what are you, what are you, what are you like? The Civic, the Civic's huge, <laughs> isn't it? It's not, no, they've got different, various different rooms. I'll tell you where we're playing. Hang, you on, know. hang on a minute, I'm, I'm looking at therabbitholeshow.com and I'm going to the events page, but the internet is being pony. We are at the Outback. I don't, I haven't heard of that. Have no. you heard of I, Google? I know, I'm from Wolverhampton originally, right. so... We are at the I'll Outback on, on Queen Street, 50 Queen Street, on the know, 4th yeah. of November. But... I'm going. How, how much is it? It'll be it'll be about a tenner, I think. We, we try and keep yeah, all the shows bargain. about a tenner. That, that's wicked. We can get can get selfies and whatnot. Oh, listen, we stick around. We always um, after every show, we stick around and say hello and have pictures and stuff like that. If you can want a picture with us, it's free. If you want a picture with my giant sellotape, it's fifty pence. <laughs> it's a very big sellotape. Very big sellotape. Freakishly large. <laughs> Oh, wicked! Yeah, well, I'll, I would have given, but I'll, I'll book the tickets and, and get it all sorted. I'm definitely coming. That, that's great. Wolverhampton. What did you want to say about the Beach Boys? Yes. Well, I, I'd like to say that in in this day and age, like I, I listen to a lot of local radio, yes. um, mainly for the traffic and travel updates because okay. it's useful in my job. They they play a lot of Motown. Um. Even bits of Madonna, right. the Beatles, yes. and, and you know they they big everything up. Yes. You never hear the Beach Boys yes, on local radio. Yes, you do. I, I haven't heard it in. Well, I, for instance, 
Bumps. So this call isn't about the Beach Boys, is it? This call is about local radio. Well, no, it's it's. Not, I think the Beach Boys are underrated. They should be playing. No, they're not. <laughs> I know the Beach Boys. Hang on a minute. You, you can't say. I, I. You can say. I think Arthur Lee and Love is underrated, or um, I think seventies era Birds are underrated. You can't say the Beach Boys are underrated. The Beach Boys are very highly rated. They're rated. Yeah, but, but why don't they play more on the radio then? Well, today. Well, but like everyone, everyone loves the Beatles. You hear Beatles. Everyone every loves day. the Beach Boys. Everyone and loves the Beach the, Boys. And and the Bee Gees. You hear the Bee Gees every day. So groups were beginning with B. <laughs> but Banana you don't Rama. hear the Beach Boys. You do hear the yeah, Beach even Boys. Bananarama, even Banana Rama, they're making a comeback now. Yeah, um, and and they only did cover songs. No, they didn't. Yeah, well, but. What, what was their major hit? It was a cover song. That Robert Beatles. De Niro. No, hang on. There's a there's a there's a big That's thing from going. There's a big thing from going. They only do covers <laughs> to saying their major hit was a cover. Well, the Beach Boys never did. Covers. I think he might be right. I think yes, they did. I think the Banana Rama might have only done covers. Take what you do. That's yeah, the way that, that you do it. That cover Gillette, that female Gillette uh, Venus on your Venus. On thingy. your Venus. On your Venus. That was a cover. I'm your Venus, you're my fire, your desire, that one. Yeah. Wasn't Robert De Niro was a was a cover? Nathan Jones was a cover. Never they, they, uh, Gideon stumbled onto something amazing. Um all, guilty? all, all bands with B that begin with B, apart from the Beach Boys, uh, no, hang on. But what did you say? Banana Rama do what? Cover versions. Yeah, that that they just did covers. Just yeah. covers. He's right. No, he's right. He's absolutely spot on. You've but you've just red pilled me, Gideon. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying they're bad or anything like that. Thanks I'm, for calling. No, just he's copycats. Just, he's totally red-pilled me there. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's time to change. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. This is The Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. It's time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Uh, you can Skype us, Late Night Alternative, all one word, or you can call us 0344 1000 Good evening, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, caller. Right, they bottled it. That was strange, wasn't it? Um, uh, someone called Robotic Trading is um, Skyping me. Um, oh. In, um, saying... Uh, um, we, uh, I googled Talk Radio UK and found your show. I'm slightly suspicious of these Skypes without yeah. pictures, but I'm not, but not all of them are Dodge Pots. Um, we never heard from the guy who phoned us from the toilet. I hope he didn't fall down it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was strange, wasn't it? Yeah. That was disappointing. Um, 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We have ten minutes to go. Um... There we go, robotic trading is calling. Uh, calling. Hey man, how you doing? I'm doing okay, how are you doing? Oh, is you, my you, audio alright? You, uh, you, it sounds fantastic, this is robotic trading, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, whereabouts, <laughs> whereabouts in the States are you, man? I'm in New York, currently. Oh, Matt, we were in New York <laughs> a few months ago, we love it there. 
I just feel like I should apologize whenever I talk to anybody outside of the U.S. Like, I didn't vote for him. He's crazy. You know, it is what it is. We have we have a Cheeto for a president, and and I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. We, what can I say? Dude, listen. He's going to lead us into nuclear war to cover that's cover up his sex crimes. That's that's where I think <laughs> this is all going. So. <laughs> Actually, uh, the way I found you yes. is a little circuitous, Go but uh, there's a talk show host in the UK, not you, uh, who said, well, with Harvey Weinstein and what's going on, it seems like he should run for president because that seems to be the requirement yeah. to be president in the US. You commit a sex crime, it's verifiable, you admit it on tape, and then apparently you get yeah. to be president. So That is the, that is the way forward. Um you said now you we've just been messaging each other. Thank you so much for calling. I, I really appreciate it. And, and you said in your message that you're, a, hang on, you're a talk host in the states. Well, I mean, any oink can call themselves a talk host. Oh. Yes, I, I've been on and off the radio. Have been off a long time. Oh. Uh, my latest, you know, I, I try to find things that absolutely nobody will listen to, and I, I've been successful at that. And uh, <laughs> my, my latest venture was. Uh, it was about pet rescue, but usually those are like watching paint dry. But the show really focused on the really crazy cat ladies and people that do pet rescue. And that's kind of an interesting yeah, yeah. thing. So. Well, cat, here's the thing. I'm a cat person, right? I've got a cat. But I think if anybody has three cats or more, that that that's th- there's something very odd about Uh-oh. those people. Uh-oh. I, I'm not even going to say then. I, I might have to. I might have to leave suddenly. <laughs> How many cats I, have you got there, man? I run a rescue. So you, you can hang up any time. No, I run a rescue. I've, I've got eight cats here, and um, but they're rescue cats. They're, they're, they're going to what? Will they be rehoused at some point? <laughs> I, no. If I if I continue making the amount of money I currently am, they will have to be Uh-oh. rehoused. But yes, I and yeah, I do. I do adopt out. Most of what end up here are like the uh, the misfit toys. If you've seen Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, it's just the ones yeah. that just can't seem to find a home somewhere else. Yeah. So, so they're here, and and I run the rescue, and uh, we constantly get calls and help people, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good in the world. Oh no, you so. are doing something good in the world, and those. Uh, the, my cat was a rescue cat. Those are the best cats, I think, because they, they 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 seem so grateful to be somewhere. Well, that's, I mean, it. that's it. I mean, yeah. you know, if you Mark Twain has a quote that says, you know, if you find a homeless dog and you treat him well and feed him, he, you know, he'll be faithful forever. And that's where human beings and dogs differ, mm-hmm. you know, because I, you know, my trend before was, you know, kind of drug addict women that I would meet at the club. Oh wow. And, Classy. they're like never it. very grateful and, and they don't stay faithful yeah. so cats are definitely you know much better at staying faithful over time so are you hang on a second i'm getting i'm building an image of you are you um oh, are you scary. one of those people that tries to to fix others that is called codependency yes. and uh guiltiest charge yeah. yes I, I, yeah. I if you're a codependent try cats and you know not alcoholic <laughs> or drug addict women they're they're much more grateful yeah. over time yeah so. no i know i know and I'm, I'm yes i'm a, i'm aware of the phrase codependent and um uh, it, it's not it's not a criticism it's, it's not about it's just a character trait that some people are like that and they see that, that you know there's quite often pe- if people have been divorced three four five times they're generally codependent because they, they're picking people that they want to fix and cure and either they do fix them and the person goes i don't want to be with you anymore
anymore and goes off, or it, it's unfixable and they, they end up with, with daggers drawn, literally and metaphorically. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think what happens, it's kind of what they call a dance of death. You get one person who thinks they're God, and then the codependent remains their loyal subject. Yeah. And, you know, staying on our president, he's a standard narcissist. People yeah. who think that the world revolves around them, and then they get a codependent who's probably brought up by somebody like that, who revolves around that person like a satellite. And who the hell, that is like volunteer slavery. Who the hell wants to be that, you know? Um. This whole, um, uh, while we've got you, we've not really talked about this on this show because it's not really what we do, but I am um, repulsed and fascinated in equal measure by this whole Harvey Weinstein thing. It really is. Uh, there's a, I tell you what's funny, there's a lot of criticism over here for uh, in some of the, the the worst british newspapers um oh well the, some of these women are coming out 20 30 years after they claim it happened I, and i don't think you can judge any victim no. on, on the length of time it takes them to find the courage or the strength or the wherewithal to to come out and say that they are a victim well it's the same thing with the cosby thing i mean especially mm show business it isn't this is very specific to show business because that's the way show business seemed to work these people completely took advantage i don't know if you heard the sting tape with harvey weinstein yeah but it's a model saying you know i don't want to come into your hotel room and he's saying oh come on it'll be fine i swear on my children you know whatever he's whatever she said you touched my breast and he said something like i do that all the time which is really an interesting response how do you how do you say that and get away with it the way you do that is you make movies and people know that if they out you then they're never in a movie again and nobody believes them so i i think that whenever they come out uh especially in in droves like this, yeah. obvious they were worried about their careers, and it was just all covered up. We have about, listen, I'm so glad you called in. I hope you call in. We've got about three minutes left. Uh, you mentioned Cosby. Where are we with the Cosby situation? Because we've not heard anything about that over here for ages. Wasn't there a court case going on? I just like that just because I live in the U.S. all of a sudden I'm oh, an expert. Yeah, of course, you, you know everything that's going on in that tiny little <laughs> that's country. That's fine. You, you can count on me. I'll pretend if I don't know. Um, there was a mistrial. Uh, there's oh. supposed to be another trial. And everybody's shaking their swords. And he's saying it's all over. And the people putting the case together again are saying they're really going to get him this time. And I hope they do. I really do. Mm. Hey, I didn't get your name. What's your name, fella? My name is Michael Shore. Michael, listen, um, we, we're going. But is this is, is tonight the first one you listen to, or have you listened to a few of these? I this is it. I, I <laughs> saw an article, or I, I heard a talk show host in the UK, and I'm like, oh, there's talk radio in the UK. I know oh, I should know that. Yeah. And then I found you. I tried listening to normal talk radio, and you're not normal, which no. is good. And I said, I, I can only listen to something like your show, and so that was it. You're the first. Uh, talk radio show i was able to listen to. <laughs> yeah. i don't know so. if that's a good or a bad thing hey I listen michael we are on uh, weeknights uh monday to friday 10 o'clock uk time which i think is 5 p.m um new yeah. york time um yeah. so g- 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 please listen again our show is kind of stupid and dumb and sometimes it gets a bit heavy yeah, well, but i am stupid and dumb so that's why I like you're, it, you're so. our target audience um give us a exactly. call give us a call next week and we'll have a longer chat that sounds great nice one michael thank you mate Cheers, Spike. Bye-bye. There we go. This is this wow, Skype thing. Oh, he's great. Isn't he good? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to turn Skype off. This Skype thing, we're not getting many calls on there, but the ones we're getting 
are just wonderful. There's a bloke in New York who's a talk show host, but he runs a cat rescue, and he's, he's got some stories to yeah. tell, I bet. He was a grade-A primo caller. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Let's just take this last call straight to air. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. You all right, mate? Yeah. Bye-bye. You were talking about America stuff. How do you feel about O.J. Simpson coming out of jail? There was Bell, but we'll chat about that. Um, well, he served his time for that crime um, that he was convicted of, of the... Um, the robbery and I think kidnap as well. Um, yeah, you should, I suppose he has to come out for that, doesn't he? Decent. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Oh no, hang on a second. Line two, you're on the wireless. Letter A. Oh, for goodness' sakes, we're not even doing that. It's best we don't discuss it anymore. Uh, last call of the of the night and the week for me. Line three. Hello. Yes, I'd just like to talk about the Beach Boys properly, if that's okay. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> I thought, well, we did the Beach Boys talk. But he didn't want to talk about the Beach Boys. He started to into Bananarama. Uh, yeah, he was, he was talking, obsessed with local radio and Bananarama. Uh, we, do you know what we could do a lock-in tonight? But I'm tired, I want to go home to bed. And we've got a busy day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Brighton. If you're coming to Brighton, um, someone's bringing a dog. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle, on Talk Radio with Times to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. So it's time to change to find out more. If you want to see where we're playing, we're going to be in Brighton tomorrow. Um, go to therabbitholeshow.com, click on events, and you'll see all of our events that are coming up. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to 75% of the callers. Night-night. <laughs>